brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. This is a podcast from Minute Media. What do I do with the beats, Jeff? Where's the damn beats? Oh my gosh, seriously, like what? <laughs> that was pretty good. Maybe we just let that roll. <laughs> good job, Jeff. Hey, good morning, Paul. Paul? See, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. You did good, Jeff. Chris Rubio. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano, at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most singing, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brent Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 252 of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, some of some call it RFR. Some call it the RFR Live. Uh, but it's all uh, it's all about Raider talk here at Murph's Fan Cave. We appreciate all of you joining us live tonight for Raiders Fan Radio. As I mentioned, it is episode number 252. 
for July 20th, 2022. For those of you that are keeping track, uh, we appreciate those of you that are joining us uh, here on the live broadcast. I will leave it to my co-host to shout out the chat room, the most amazing chat room in all of Raider Nation. Uh, but we appreciate those of you joining us at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. And those of you that are joining us live on the audio podcast, which is at uh, anywhere you can find an audio podcast, including asking your internet-connected device like your Alexa or your Google or your all whatever else things that connect to the internet. I don't know. Ask your microwave to play Raiders Fan Radio, and I promise you that it will. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Viva La Web 3.0 or whatever they're calling it now. Anyways, so we appreciate you joining us live tonight uh, via those things in those ways. And please, we ask if you do uh, join us that way. Subscribe. Give us a like, hit the thumbs up, smash the bell as the kids say, uh, all the stuff that helps build the algorithm so we can build our subscriber base, build our audience, because the more audience that we build, the more money we make, and the more money we make, the more money we give away, and we give that all away via our nonprofit organization, which is called the One Nation Foundation, so thank you to all of those of you that support us in a multitude of ways, including direct donations, which again, we've already got some coming in tonight, and Swag Jeff can, will we'll shout those out, but um. Uh, thank you also to those of you that are joining us on the uh, on the interwebs, as the kids call it, the uh, the website, which is just Blog Baby, yes. which is part of the Fan Sided Network. We are very proud members of the Fan Sided Podcast Network and uh, and and the official Raiders podcast for Fan Sided and Just Blog Baby. Got some fun, exciting news coming up. Some internal stuff won't matter to you guys listening, but just for for our uh, show here, we got some cool stuff coming up. Some new uh, revenue streams and things that the the good folks at Fan Sided are launching uh, on our behalf. And so we are excited about that because, uh, again, 100% of the money that we give, get, we give away. All right. Enough about us. Let's talk about, well, I guess it's still kind of about us because I got to introduce the rest of the room. Well, yeah. Hey, before you do that, yeah, please. before you do that, don't, yeah. don't, click the, don't click the video to me yet because uh, Mojo already is saluting your jersey. Oh really? So yeah. So if you were on, if you are on the audio, yeah, man. Well, if you're on the audio podcast, you can't see it, but Murph is rocking the old AFL Daryl LaMonica jersey today. I am. I just got it to tell us about it. Well, well, yeah. Well, you just got it today. You try it on. It fits like a glove, and it's. I mean, it's legit, man. It's a Wilson jersey, totally stitched. Like I mean, old school stitch. Like each individual letter. It's not put on a panel or anything like that. It's the real deal, man. It is badass. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate that. And I was—I wish I could find his his comment there because I'd like to highlight it. But uh, but yeah, we I appreciate that. Oh, here we go. Robert Pena says, oh, "Well, it still didn't come up. I'll I'll figure that part out in a minute." We got this new chat highlight feature that we're yes. trying to get figured out here on the YouTube, but it, it, sometimes it takes me a minute. But anyways, thank you very much for the kind words. Yeah, I got this, uh, and and it's it's yeah, it's awesome. I, we we have one here in the fan cave. We have a signed LaMonica jersey uh, here in the fan cave. You can kind of see it there over on the for those of you that are uh, watching on the on the YouTube feed, um, you can see it there. And uh, yeah, and so we we have that one here. But I wanted to have one I could wear. You know well, what I mean, yeah. and so uh, so I ordered another one, and so yeah, so so I'm rocking LaMonica, and rest in peace, and uh, and much respect to, of course, one of the greatest Raiders quarterbacks. That is the Mad Bomber, Daryl LaMonica. All right, now I can introduce the rest of the room. Sure, you can. Well, heck yeah, man! Because look, some call him dad, some call him best friend, some call him I don't know brother. Yeah. TikTok aficionado, YouTube short legend, Eddie yeah. Munson double. Yeah. There's so many names for you. <laughs> Some people call me an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
I go by, I put on many hats. Many hats, but for this show's purposes, we call him my best friend and yours. He sits on the southern annex of the western annex of the Merce Fan Cave desk, my buddy, Swag Jeff. Well, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so good to be here. Swaggo. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We have so much cool, fun things to talk about tonight, but I just got one thing to say. What's that, buddy? Football is back! Let's go! Let's go! I am so fired up, man. The team has reported to camp today. Veterans, and, dude. Veterans oh reported today. Oh, my gosh. Today. Yes, it is. It, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. I got, I got to rest my, my fingers because, because yeah, because I've been playing some guitar. Yeah, you have, dude. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, we're, it's on the YouTube short. We got it on the TikToks, the Instagram, the Twitter, everything. Go check out uh, go check out our rendition of Stranger Things 4. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it involves Raider Nation, and it's uh, it's fire, as the kids say. It's fire. It's Or as my son Tristan says, it slaps. Uh, the kids do the say kids that. The kids do say that, that it yes, slaps. Yes, they do. Yep, it slaps. slaps. Yep. It hits. It hits. It hits different. Oh, it hits different. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, what oh they okay. Say, yeah, that's Swag Jeff on the guitar, man. That just hits, hits different, different, bro. Hey, you know what, dude? In that video, you're just a vibe. Just vibing, man. I'm just vibing, dude. Yeah, dude. That's legit, Absolutely. Yeah, anyways, all right. So, hey, what's going on in the chat room? Oh my gosh, we got so many people in there. We got Victor E. Raiders in there. Uh, Robert Pena, Jose Marinas is in there. Uh, Paul is in there. Mojo's in Whoa. there. Michelle Sweats in there. Uh, cool Kev's in there. Ron the Raiders in there. Let's see who else we got in there. Tyrone Graves with a $5 donation says Raiders. Hey, thank you. Absolutely. Thank Appreciate you very you. much. Uh, let's see who else is in there. Uh, <laughs> Michelle says it, in, uh, it did indeed slap. It did indeed. <laughs> well said, Michelle. Well, And she said no cap. No cap. No, oh, yeah. oh, there's another one the kid yeah, said. Yeah, no yeah, cap yeah. means they're not joking. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. no. no see, but back no when cap. I was a kid, if you capped on someone, it means you were ripping on them. We're like, dude, that jersey you're in, that thing is whack, dude. It looks awful on you. Like, that was capping on somebody. Really? Yeah, it meant like you were insulting somebody. But now it means you're not joking, right? Yeah, no cap. No cap. No cap. All right. There you go. <laughs> Paul, Paul, says careful, Paul says careful jumping off the tables, though. That was my favorite part of your video. When, well, yeah, when, I almost destroyed this entire wall over here. Yeah, so for those of you that are on the, uh, on the video podcast, you can see for the audio podcast, I'll describe. So the Fan Cave desk. So here where we do, where we do the studio, the palatial Fan Cave studios, where we yes. do Raiders Fan Radio. Um, I have this desk that I got uh, for a present one time for Father's Day, way a long time ago. Yeah. So I got this desk, and then we... Thank goodness it's solid. It's solid wood. It's this gnarly <laughs> desk, right? And then so what we've done is that as Uncle Mosh joined the podcast, we gave him an annex, and I literally screwed a table to the, to the side of the desk. Yeah. And then when Jeff's joined the show, we screwed another table... To Mosh's table. So yeah. we had the Western Annex, which was Mosh. Now yeah. we have the Southern Annex to the Western Annex. You guys think we just make this stuff up. This is real stuff. Yeah. This is hard hitting. Let's break this yeah. down. Because well, QB- this is what people care about. They don't want to hear us talk about the Raiders. No, they want don't. to hear me tell the evolution of the fan cave desk. You're exactly, you're exactly right. And so when so when QB Jeff comes in, so we screw in another table. So now he's the Eastern Annex of the Southern Annex of the Western Annex of the Merck's fan cave desk. Yes. And so, yeah. So and we're you just- adorned it. You stood up on top of the fan cave 
get. I did. Tell a story. Oh my gosh. Well, I stood up, man, and uh, and those demo bats were coming, man. If you've seen Stranger Things four, they were coming, and they were different demo bats than we saw on Netflix. But uh, but they were coming, and so but yeah, no fear, man. And then uh, Michelle Sweat in the chat says Swag's ankle was the real MVP, <laughs> jumping off that thing. Yeah, you're not kidding. You're not kidding. Uh, oh, and Mojo says dead ass indeed, Michelle. Oh, that's another thing go. the kids are saying. Dead the ass. Kids are saying all sorts of I'm shit. I'm telling man. you, I love it. You stick around Raiders fan real, you'll find out what all the kids are saying. Absolutely. That's right. All right. We know how this is. We're, we're, we're hip. We're with it. We, well, know yeah. how, we know how to break it down. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, speaking we, of no cap, so uh, so each and every week, Swag Jeff. <laughs> idiots, by the way. That's so, ultimately what this is. is so damn, just idiots. So damn right. stupid. Right. So damn right. stupid. Football's back, but it's not quite back yet. We'll have a lot more to talk about next week <laughs> at camp, after camp. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so each and every week, I take a significant moment within Raider Nation and relate it back to the episode number. And so this week is episode 252, and I have one. I have two, and I have three different things that are 252 that's happened within Raider Nation. Oh, yeah, let's absolutely, go. Let's absolutely. Go. So our buddy T-Hom, he's, he's always a week ahead. So he sent me this last week. So he's he's on the ball. He's already sent me for next week. So, oh, so love if, it. If, you love need it. The, if you need the spoiler for next week's swag at RaidersFanRadio.com, email me, and I'll give you, <laughs> I'll give you the spoiler. Uh, but So uh, you're going to take something significant about our show number yes. and tie it to something significant in Raider Nation. Absolutely. All right, here we go. Absolutely. So first, let's talk about Tim Brown. Let's, let's talk Why about 81. Not? Mr. Raider, they call him. Mr. Raider, man. Let's talk the about... The kids call him that. The kids call him that. Some people call him Timmy B. Mr. Raider. The GOAT, you know? It could be argued for that, you know, for oh, sure. Oh, 100%. You know? So, yeah. uh, but so I mean, t- after Hunter Renfro, of course. Well, yeah, of course. And, uh, and Charles Woodson. Um, but on the offensive side of the ball. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what you're yeah, talking Hunter's about. The, Hunter's the great, probably the greatest player of all time, let alone by position. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So during his long and distinguished career with the Raiders, he returned a total of 49 kickoffs. Oh, yeah, yes, that's he did. right. A very good returner early absolutely. in his career. Right. Early in his career, and at 49 kickoffs for 1,235 yards and a score. Okay. So if you do the math on that, that breaks down to 25.2 oh, yards Oh, yes, kick it does. Return. Nicely absolutely done. Now, that was T-Hom. Oh, that was T-Hom. That okay, was T-Hom. Nice. Thank you, T-Hom. Yes. Yep, absolutely. Okay. So so his All second right. one comes, okay. and you don't have to go too far back because of the 2020, uh, 2021 season. Oh, okay. Well, that yeah. was that was last season, as yes. the kids call it. As, as the kids call it, it was last season. <laughs> last season. So, uh, so with the help, <laughs> my, we are off the rails already. Uh, so, uh, so yes. Yeah, so, with the help, obviously, of Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller, who uh, who represented nearly half of this total that I'm talking about uh, during the last season of the Raiders' uh, offense, the offense averaged 25.2 receptions. Per game, wow! For the entirety Nicely of the offense, done. yeah. Nicely so Hunter Renfro averaged just over six receptions of that, and Hunter or and Darren Waller rep- or averaged five. Okay. So yeah, so oh, okay. I mean, they you know just the two of them were half of the offense, which what? we all knew that if you watched any Raider football last year. And if I'm not mis, wait a minute. Okay, say that one more. So so the the average receptions per game were twenty five. Twenty five point two. Wasn't there something about Cliffy? That oh his twenty five, his average per catch right his yards average per yards reception. per reception wasn't it like twenty five Yeah it was yeah it was so it was up there it wasn't two five two but you know what I mean but something triggered high. my mind about Cliffy because we're gonna talk about Cliff making the Hall of Fame tonight. absolutely absolutely and so speaking of great wide receivers this is the one I found 
Oh, okay. So All this right. is a career stat. All right. We love career stats around here. We're going to be highlighting another number 81 that was a wide receiver. We are talking oh, about Warren, Warren Wells. Wells. Nice. All right. So Warren Wells played four seasons in the silver and black. 56 games, that is. 156 receptions for 3,634 yards, which is a whopping 23.3 yards per reception. But more importantly, he had 42 receiving touchdowns. Wow. So if you do the math on that, at six points apiece, 42 touchdowns. Oh, so Warren Wells yes you did. scored 252 points and threw the air as a Raider. Well, yeah. Oh, I love that one. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is fantastic. And is. so speaking of, Lo, of La Monica, yes. who's the guy tossing those up there to old Warren Wells? There you go. The is, Mad is Bomber, the Mad man. Bomber himself, man. I'm telling you, two, both those guys, two way, way under-heralded players for the Raiders. My gosh, like, you're not kidding. And I know that it was like, you know, AFL pre-merger type stuff, but still, man, like those guys, La Monica and Warren Wells were doing what Tom Brady and Randy Moss did 40 years earlier. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's crazy what those guys were able to get done. Yep. Um, much respect to Ebony Graves. Oh, my gosh. These Absolutely, man. Much respect, Ebony Graves. She says, because we missed last week and, and comes through with a $10 donation to the One Nation Foundation. We appreciate you, Miss Ebony, and, and, and of course, Tyrone uh, earlier in there. And I've got your, as soon as your shirts get here, I will send them off to you, um, those shirts that you all want. And anybody that won a shirt, I'm, and, and anybody that won stuff on the Summer of Swag, I'm gonna send it all out at one time, so you're, yep. you're, I, don't worry. Or don't don't feel like I forgot about you. I didn't. Uh, as soon as I get everything in here all at one time, I'm gonna ship it all out at one time. Absolutely. Uh, and then Mojo is in there with a fifty dollar. Well, donation. yeah, absolutely, gosh. absolutely. My gosh, Mojo. And, and I'm gonna say something on the fly here. Just please do. Just just random. Just popped into my head. Yeah. Uh, we're not gonna do poker chips tonight. None of that kind of stuff, but I always keep track of all the donations and stuff like that. Uh, whoever is the leader in the clubhouse in donations tonight, we're going to send you this Black Sunday hat. Oh, Jeff, how cool is that? So Black Sunday, this is this hat is discontinued because I think they might have maybe gotten a phone call from the NFL or what something about that like that. that shield that's on that there. Shield. But if you remember, if you watched week one, uh, Charles Woodson donned this cap. That's right. Yeah, man. That's this, right. He, when he was he was in the box with Mark Davis. He was in the box and with Mark Davis drinking Woodson whiskey, and this is metal. He's wearing that hat. That's so, right. Yeah. So, so wearing, Mojo, so, right now, that's yours, bud. So yep. So right now, this could be uh, this could be Mojo's hat. But yeah, leader in the clubhouse tonight is going to get that. Like yes, okay, and very good. And thank you, Jeff, for doing that for being willing to pitch that in. And thank you to all the donations again. We're not doing a big raffle or anything, but uh, we always want to at least do something to honor. Uh, these amazing donations and Absolutely. 100% of your money is going to go to the one nation foundation. And uh, I won't talk about anything that's not done yet, but swag Jeff and I got, had some meetings this week. Yes, we did. We might have some incredibly exciting news on the forefront about the one nation foundation. And, uh, and, and, and anyways, and it's only because of you guys, like, the money that we've been able to raise and the, and the likely $8,000 that we're going to give to the Blitnikoffs this year have opened up conversations with other people and other businesses to where we could be on the precipice of unlocking something very, very big for our nonprofit. And and, and again, that 100% is because of you guys, and I cannot wait to share with you that news is. I'm not trying to be like facetious or cute by by telling you something without telling you something, but, just, uh, but I want to share with you because you guys are the ones that make it happen. 
it, th- this is gonna. It, this has the potential to be really big. Yeah, this could be a game changer, man. And and yeah, and all because of of what we of what you guys started and all these donations and the trips to to the Crab Fest and stuff for the Bolitnikov folks and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, this this could be a potential big time, huge push for the One Nation Foundation, and you know, and we could start. You know, spreading the love, you know, once a year, go to, you know, go to Darren's Foundation, go to DC for Kids, go to, you know, XOXO Stabler, all these different things. I mean, yeah, this this has the potential to be uh, to be life changing. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. So thank you to those of you very, very much. Again, we don't do that without you. All right. Swag Jeff, let's uh, let's hit some contact info. And because we don't talk about the Raiders enough, let's talk about the gosh darn Raiders. Let's, let's go do it. Hey, Raider Nation, you got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? You want to email me? Show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? I like it. Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tak. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Yeah, it was. Good. That was on me. That was on me. I'll own that one. Yeah. I'll own that one. It was on you. Yeah, it was on me. It was on you. It's okay. It's okay. So hey, so before preseason. It's preseason, man. Yeah, we're just we're just reporting to camp. You know what I mean? We're just reporting to camp. Veterans just got there today, Jeff. Well, yeah, so we just got yeah, and we're veterans. We're vets. You know what I mean? So, uh, so hey, so before we do move on, uh, Victor E. Raider is in there, says, uh, I have another 252 for you. Oh, okay. So Darren Waller, since starting for the Raiders back in 2019, has 252 catches. Oh, yeah. very nicely done. Yeah, much respect. Victor much respect. E., let me highlight that uh, little chest, but there oh, we yeah. go. All right, right on, man. Appreciate that. All right, how about uh, Denzel Perryman wears number 52, right? Well, yeah. So there's been two recent 52s. Like, uh, so you got Khalil Mack, and then you got Denzel Perryman, and one of those are dead to us. 252. Well, they, uh, well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Maybe it should be one for Reaching, reaching. I know, whatever. Sorry. Okay, let's talk about the Raiders. All right, so. Um, <laughs> let's do it. Let's talk about that. All right, is that what we're here to do? Oh, um, yeah. All right, so we appreciate you joining us. Oh, did you shout out the chat? I, I will do it again. Yes, please, uh, let's yeah, do that. Victory yeah. Raiders in there. Paul is in there. Kill Jadis. Michelle Sweat's in there. Mojo's in there. Uh, let's see. 
uh, Unholy Roller Raiders in That's there. Frankie. Uh, What's up, yeah, Frankie. Frankie. Yeah, Frankie. What's up, man? Uh, let's see. Trinidad's in there. What's up, Trin? Duke, Duke City Raiders in there. Ron the Mater Raiders in there. It's Martin. Uh, What's up, Martin? Uh, Jay Jackson's in there. What's let's up, Jay? see. Um, All of our good buddies in there, man. That's absolutely. cool. Absolutely. Uh, Alan Bush is in there. Alan. Yeah, I think it's. Or, is it Alan or Alan? Alan or Alan? I don't know. I've interacted with him a million times. I don't on know. Well, don't correct me if you don't know. Well, I, <laughs> damn, I like that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Super him's in there. Bugsy Raiders in there. Missed you yeah, too, Super man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to see everybody, man. All right, so here we go. All right, so let's talk about the Raiders. But first, <laughs> I swear I'm going to do this to you. We're not going to talk about the Raiders. <laughs> Yo, well, that's what I was looking at the rundown. I'm yeah. like, well, we ain't going to get there yet. Well, but first, we give respect around here, don't we? We give respect. We give a lot of respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. There's nothing wrong with those things. But uh, you know what I mean? We're, we're Italian. We like to give a little bit of respect. Oh, well, yeah. Murph, Swaggy J, Nation, it's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute. Salute. And much respect to the following folks. Uh, all right, so Mojo says, um, so are they gonna, <laughs> he says, is this a football-related podcast? Kiljana yeah. says, when are they going to talk about the Raiders after I tell you about the guy at the Cubs game? So this The Cubs game? This is the funniest thing to me ever. Okay. Or one of the funniest things. All right, so there's this guy at the Cubs game, and I, and I did this because we do a lot of sound drops around here, and this is going to be one of our new sound drops, and so I wanted to give our, our loyal uh, listeners a, a, some context of what we're going to okay. what this is coming from. So this is, I mean, this is about sports at least. So, uh, so at the Chicago Cubs games, when you sit out there in the bleachers with the bleacher bums at Wrigley Field, sure, they do these things called the cup snakes. You know what the cup snake is? I do know the cup snake. So they start stacking beer cups on the, of polished off beers. They start stacking cups, and they work their way across the different rows all the way up through the bleachers. So you get these like cup snakes that are like fifty freaking rows long. Well, so the guy from they were playing the Mets that day, and the guy from from uh, from the New York Sports Network there went down into the stands to interview the guy that's like the leader of the Cup Snake, right? And so this is so funny. Listen to this guy and what he has to say. Basically, the eighth Steve. Okay, oops, I'm sorry. That was that wasn't the one part I want. I want to play the whole thing. Of course, I don't have it on here. God dang it, Murphy, you moron! Give me the yeah. Are you fuckers? I'm sorry. I'm I totally blew <laughs> that. I blew it. I thought I had the right soundbite, and I don't. I'll get it. Running out of time. My life is running Thank out you. of lifespan. I know. I'm gonna say it fast. All right. So he goes to interview this guy. This guy gives this amazing speech on the cup snake and how it starts and everything else. Sure. And he goes. And he goes. And so it started uh, here in the seventh inning. And he goes. No wait. He goes. It's the eighth inning. Or the ninth inning. And the guy goes, it's the seventh. He goes, it's basically the eighth, Steve. Basically the eighth, Steve. Nice. Yeah. I, lo- I love that respect. No, you don't. God dang it. Let's go to our good buddy, Rich Schmelter. For there's two shows in the... God, that was a freaking fail. That might have been my worst ever on the face. No, it's not. Oh, well, thank you. That makes me feel so much better. You've done so much worse than this. <laughs> 
here at the top of the show. We're at the top of the show, we like to give respect. We want to give respect to our buddy Rich Schmelter. Absolutely, we do. So our buddy Rich Schmelter is the author of the Raiders Encyclopedia. Yes. Uh, and he is another show on this network uh, called Silver and Black Flashback, in which he, he goes back and features amazing uh, moments within uh, Raiders history. And uh, he was so kind, he sent us a message. He sent us an audio message congratulating us on our 250th show. And so I'm going to play that for you. And thank you uh, for, uh, for our good friend, Rich Schmelter. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Rich Schmelter, host of Silver and Black Flashback. I just wanted to send out major congrats to Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff on their 250th episode. So much respect, guys, and wishing you continued success on the best Raiders podcast out there. So enjoy the summer, and I will see you soon for more stories from our Raiders history. All right, there he is, our nice. good buddy Rich Schmelter. We appreciate love that, Rich. man. Love his show. Love that guy, man. He's so cool. Love that guy. Uh, and so we're going to have him back in very soon. Uh, Rich, on, on this show, we're going to do an interview with him, and, uh, and we're going to get caught up on He's doing a, uh, a championship diary on the Raiders uh, championship seasons, and so he's got a new book coming out, and so we're going to have him in on this show. Also, tomorrow, I'm interviewing our good buddy, Graphic Raider. Uh, no he'll way. be yeah. We're, we're going to do an interview with yeah, Graf, and we're going to have nice, that out for you soon. Dude. So that'll be cool, and and hear what's uh, going on in his world. So we uh, we we appreciate uh, and give much respect to both those guys. All Absolutely. Right. Hey, and so I want to give respect to someone in the chat that we yeah, haven't seen in a little bit. Raider born Rico. Hey, Rico. Rico, man. Uh, good to what's see up, you, buddy? man. Absolutely. He said he's not so busy tonight, so he was able to join in on the chat. Love it, man. That's awesome. We appreciate you, Raider Born Rico. Always good to see you, my friend. Yes. And I look forward to getting your voicemails, man, as we get this uh, season kicked back up. Um, all right. I got this one. So here we are. We really will talk about the Raiders here. Absolutely. Okay. Only 37 minutes in, top of the show. So uh, I want to give respect, and this is like, this is seriously like heartfelt respect to uh, Elaine Anderson and uh, the owner of the Oakland. Oakland. There's a slip for you. Uh, the owner of the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, Mark Davis. The reason I want to give them respect is that um, a well-deserved, overdue uh, inductee to the Pro Football Hall of Fame is going to be number 21, Speed Kills Cliff Branch. And yes. so you've heard us, uh, and me especially, go on my soapbox forever about the idea that Cliff Branch was so sorely overlooked and in being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, the, the players that went in ahead of him were absolutely ridiculous. Um, and so it's nice that he's getting his due. It's sad that it's posthumous. Um, sad that it's in the same, you know, uh, you know, way that Stabler got in afterwards. You know, these guys should be inducted when they're alive and well. You know, uh, you know, these old, you know, I say old, but it's, you know, it's the truth. These guys are getting up there. He's 70s. Right? We, we met the great Daryl LaMonica last November, yeah, and, and he two died. Or three months later, yeah, he passed away. You know what I mean? Like, let's honor these guys while they're still around to receive it. Let's honor Lester Hayes. Let's. Honor. So, anyways, that's another story, and I'm not going to get on that soapbox. I'm going to give respect because I'm so thankful that. Um, so, for those of you that don't know, and you're going to hear about it in a minute, Mark Davis and Cliff Branch were like best buddies. Yes, they 100%. were roommates. They were like they were absolute best friends. And so Elaine Anderson, who is Cliff Branch's sister, she was the one that got to make the choice on who was going to induct Cliff into the Hall of Fame. And without hesitation, she chose uh, Mark Davis to, enter, enter, uh, to induct him into the Hall of Fame. Here's what I think is so cool about that swag, Jeff. Not only is it a big deal because they were best friends. Sure. But one of the things that Al Davis, Mark's dad, and who upon this legacy of this organization is built is, is, is Al, 
one of the things that he took so much pride in yes. was the idea that he inducted nine members into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Lance Allworth, Jim Otto, George Blanda, Willie Brown, Gene Upshaw, Fred Belitnikoff, Art Shell, Ted Hendricks, and John Madden. Yeah. You're talking about a, it gives me chills. You're talking about a who's who of Raider greats, coaches and otherwise, and even Lance Allworth, who was a stinking charger, when Al was a freaking, you know, offensive assistant or whatever he was with the charger. They all chose Al Davis to induct them into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Don't talk about an honor, dude. Yeah. Like that, if that doesn't speak to the, if that's not a testimony to the character and the relationship of Al Davis and his players and coaches, I don't know what is. Yeah, well, all those people, they're, they're influenced by so many different people in their career. So, I mean, you look at a guy like Lance All- Allworth, you know, Al Davis went over to their enemy. You know what I mean? Like, they became rivals and stuff, but still the impact that Al had on a guy like that, I mean, it just shows how great Al really was and the, you know, the impact that he had on those people. Absolutely. Great point, Swag Jeff. And, and yeah, and so when you, when you look at now, here comes Mark picking up the mantle and inducting someone like, you'll hear them call him Clifford Branch. I, he's Cliffy to us. He's Cliff, right? Well, yeah. He's Clifford to those that loved him most. And so let's check in uh, with not only Elaine Anderson, but Mark Davis and uh, on the induction of or, or his um, coming induction of Cliff Branch into the Hall of Fame. Of all of the things that I've had to do since Clifford passed away, selecting the presenter has been by far the easiest thing. And the presenter that I selected is none other than Mark Davis. For me to be selected to introduce Cliff Branch into the Hall of Fame is a lifelong honor for me and the journey that I took with Cliff Branch throughout our life together. Mark and Clifford were BFFs. And when Clifford passed away, Mark said to me, Elaine, nobody will have that position. Clifford will always be my BFF. We had so much fun. We accomplished so many things. And I watched him grow as a human being, as a football player, and as a friend. I'm glad that it's Mark Davis. I know Clifford would want it to be Mark Davis. And he loved Clifford. The honor to present my best friend Cliff Branch into the Hall of Fame means the world to me. You're crying. Right? Dude. Yeah. That hit. I yeah. mean, Paul, listen, I'm, you know us, man. I mean, we're not like, you know, overly sappy around things. We take things pretty irreverently around here. That freaking hit me, man. When you watch, and please go watch that video if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And just like, and you, because you, it's one thing to hear the, the voices, but you see, you know, so much of, of communication is body language and, and you get to read someone when you see them. And you, even on a video, you can see Mark Davis. Like, it's, I mean, dude, say something like that. Like, no one will ever, uh, he'll always be my best friend. It doesn't matter what. And yep. I like, and a guy like Mark Davis, who owns a football team, he ain't shy on friends. Right. But no, Mark Davis or uh, Clifford Branch was his best friend. And that just like, that got me, man. That was, that was Absolutely. such an amazing moment there. And uh, yeah, Michelle Sweat says that got me all in my feels. Yeah, that's, it, it does, man. That definitely gets you. And uh, so nothing, nothing but the utmost respect to, uh, of course, to Elaine Anderson and, uh, and Mark Davis. And look forward to, um, man, I wish we could go. Uh, look forward to watching no uh, this induction ceremony uh, coming up very soon here in just a couple weeks. 
Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins as long as it's the Raiders. All right, we appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Paul Edgerton is in there. Mojo's in there. Uh, Ebony Graves is in there. Michelle Sweat is in there. Ron the Mater Raider holding it down. Uh, Kill Jadis is in there. Victory Raider is in there. Anthony Provencio is in there. Raider Born Rico is in there. Uh, Jose, uh, I guess it's Marines or Marines. I don't know how to pr- uh, tell me how to pronounce that so I can say it correctly. Uh, Schmucky the Raider Bear is in there. Uh, we appreciate you each uh, and every one of you that are joining us. Tyrone Graves, appreciate you in the chat room tonight. Shane Tolbert is in there. What's up, Shane? Uh, we thank you very, very much. All right, so, hey, let's celebrate some Adams. Why not? Why not celebrate yeah, some Adams? Yeah, we talked about a guy, one of the best receivers to ever play for the Raiders, going to the Hall of Fame, Cliff Branch. Now we might be talking about one of the current guys that might go. Well, but and he, he hadn't played it down for the Raiders yet. Well, that's in Adams. Oh, okay. I'm saying let's celebrate Adams. Oh, you're not talking about that Adams. I'm talking about multiple Adams. Adam's oh. plural, as the kids say. <laughs> I don't think the kids say that shit. <laughs> All right, so here's what we got. Uh, I want to celebrate two Adams. Uh, first Adam is Adam Shine. Oh, so, okay. So Adam Shine, and really you could name this, the, yes, we're talking about Adams, but you could say that now we're talking about the national media members that are getting on the Raiders uh, not bandwagon, but like support train kind of thing. Like, so Adam has never had an ill word to say about about the Raiders. In fact, he's always had kind things to say about Derek Carr. But he's really like, um, hey George C says, who, uh, what, what's going on, Murph? Appreciate your channel, bro. Thank you, George C. We appreciate you, my friend. Um, so Adam has always been a you know talked kindly of the Raiders and talked kindly of Derek Carr. But now he's like going all in. So he's joining the list of. So we've got. Uh, Colin Coward now is all about the Raiders winning the division, going nuts, right? Yep. We've got uh, Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen is all about the Raiders and and, and all about them them going oh, going my, far. My, my buddy Murph. He's not just consistent; he's a man of his word. Thank you very much, Rich Eisen. We appreciate you. Love you. Uh-huh. We miss you, Rich. We'll see you when you're in Nashville. Um, and, but here, so here's Adam Shine. Okay, again, uh, it, really lending his support to the Raiders nationally. Let's check in with him and see what he had to say. The Las Vegas Raiders also kicked off training camp for their rookies, but remember, they didn't have a first-round pick because, you know, they made the Devontae Adams trade in the offseason. So, with Devontae Adams in town, can the Raiders win the loaded AFC West? Let's really, really talk this one out. The answer to the question is yes. Now, I am not planning on picking the Raiders. My plan is to pick the Chargers. Jackass. But I have the Raiders in second. <laughs> and I think that Devontae Adams, see the numbers on the screen right there, he's number one, the best wide receiver in the game. And you don't have to worry about chemistry with Derek Carr at the quarterback position because Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, best friends. 
They are besties. They played together at Fresno State. There's a reason why Devontae Adams handpicked Vegas. We've been talking about this for 365 days. Derek Carr last year threw for nearly 5,000 yards. Derek Carr completed almost 70% of his passes. Derek Carr, you forget, led the Raiders in a tumultuous year with a lot of stuff going on with Ruggs and Gruden, among others. Led them to the postseason. Derek Carr is going to throw for over 5,000 yards. Derek Carr is going to be in the MVP conversation. The Raiders' offense is going to be phenomenal. Factor in Jacobs, the offensive line, and Renfro, and, you know, they had Waller at the tight end position. I think the Raiders, you know, that Charger game is going to be tough. You know, the Titans game is going to be tough, but they can certainly beat Tennessee. Go through the schedule. We did it. We added it up. I expect the Raiders to win 11 games. That's my number for the Raiders this season. They vastly improved with the head coach. Josh McDaniels is fantastic. He's amazing when it comes to calling plays. He's buttoned up, and obviously, Raiders were anything but one year ago. I think McDaniels learned from what happened now a lifetime ago in Denver. Defense is vastly improved. I love the Chandler Jones pickup. Team him with Max Crosby. They improved the defensive backfield as well. I'm telling you right now, 11 wins for the Raiders this season. All right, there we go. So, although he's picking the Chargers, like, look, no offense, Adam Shine, and I mean this with all due respect, like every other idiot that picks the freaking Chargers in the offseason, because for whatever reason, there are three things we know for sure, Jeff. We're all going to die. We're all going to pay taxes, and national media is going to favor the Chargers in the offseason. Right. Because why? Well, yeah, look at all of Justin Herbert's accomplishments. Oh, my. Look at all those clutch games that he's won. Oh, wait. <laughs> Thank you. He ain't done none of that shit. He ain't done none of that shit. And, the, and neither did Phillip Rivers. Like, yeah, listen, so anyways, I, I give him a pass on that because, listen, it's just dopey, and, I, and they just can't help themselves. The national media cannot help themselves, but other than to pick the freaking stupid Chargers for whatever reason. Like, oh yeah, by the way, didn't didn't we didn't we knock them out of the playoffs? We knocked them out. Oh of the, yeah, they us? were hoping that, for a tie, right? What was? Uh, wait, oh, uh, 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 yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's absolutely insane to me. But Adam Shine gives them eleven wins. Now, last year, Jeff, okay, Omastradamus, as the kids call him, who sits right here to my right said the Raiders were going to go 10-6 and six and make the playoffs. And he yes. was right. And he was right. So if the Raiders go now, uh, or excuse me, he said 10-7 and because there's an extra game now. Right. So if the Raiders go 11-6, and six, swag Jeff, his prediction now this year is that the Chiefs aren't going to make the playoffs. Right. And that we have a shot to win the division. And I, that's my favorite hot take out of all offseason. And I'm with it. I'm with it. I, Chiefs ain't dancing, man. Sorry, they're not. You know, but he picked the Raiders at twelve and five. Yeah. Oh, he went twelve and five. Okay, he went twelve and five. So now the, he's got him twelve and five. Adam Shine's got him eleven and six. I'm an eleven and six guy too. Mm-hmm. Is eleven good enough to win the division? No. You don't think so? Ah, uh, well. No, I'm not trying to change your mind because I don't no, want well, I don't want my opinion to be your opinion. But let me just give you what I, where I'm going. I with don't it. I don't think so. I think I think I think it's got to be a 12 win. 
I think you don't think everybody's just going to beat the hell out of each other. Yeah. Yes, I do think so. But you know, but we also everyone's going to be all beat down and stuff like that going into some of these other games that aren't in the division. So you know what I mean. So like you know, it, I mean, it could be nothing for someone to win the division and be five hundred in the division. <sighs> okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I th- I think I think it's going to take twelve. You think it's going to take twelve to win it? I okay. Think so. Fair enough. Fair and enough. I, and I think it's very reachable. That's the other question I was going to have for you. I, I you think with, twelve is within striking distance no, for the Raiders? No doubt on my mind. I think that our, especially the first part of our schedule looks pretty favorable. Monday, it, we did Mondays with Mikey and Murph this last week. Yeah, Mikey and I did a full rundown of the schedule. And again, I mentioned I had him at eleven and six, but I had him losing some dopey games. Like because like you know, look, we win a game we shouldn't win every year. We uh, lose a game we shouldn't win. Every, sure. We got to play at Pittsburgh and like on like you know on prime time. Like there's these these games in there where it's like historically we kind of shit the bet. So like I I penciled those in as losses. You know we got to go at Jacksonville. We shouldn't lose that in Jack at Jacksonville, but we shouldn't have lost at Atlanta a couple years ago either. And we died with there. You know what I mean? So like that's that's kind of where um where where I'm going with it. Um oh my gosh, tons of talk about the dog here. <laughs> Oh my god, they all love the dog. Everybody loves the dog. All right, and, and, and people have been requesting to get the dog into Masha's chair. So for those of you on the audio podcast, uh, my girl Valerie, her dog's roaming around. He's this big uh, brindle uh, bulldog. He's a great dog. And um, anyways, and so people have asked to put him in the chair. We'll 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 get we'll I can honor that request. We'll get yeah. it. The, the dog's name is Zeke. And they, Masha's gonna hit that dog with a bacon. <laughs> no, he's not gonna do that. No, Masha loves dogs. He, in fact, that's probably the one thing that he would be okay with sitting in his For chair. For sure. Would, would, Absolutely. Would be Zeke. So the dog's name is Zeke. They and he breathes in. just as hard as Uncle Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so Zeke, um, and so the, somebody said, is there is there a, a chance for a name change? No, the, his name is Zeke, but he is a Georgia Bulldog, yeah. So and, and and it's a Z name like Zeus and Zamir White, right? There you go. So we're, 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 at least we're on brand. All right. Uh, okay. Next up, let's get to another. Let's get to another Adam. Oh, are we going to talk about Devonte Adams yet? No, that's Adams. We're talking about Adams, like plural. Yeah. So we had Adam Shine. Okay. And now let's talk about Adam Rank. Okay. Another freaking national media member. Yes. Who's jumping on the bandwagon of the Raiders or the the, the support train because they're they're not going to go bandwagon. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Your wife Chris in the chat says, "I'll protect that dog with my body if Mosh comes near him." That's my girl. <laughs> I appreciate you, Miss Chris. All right, so here we go. So Adam Rank again, another guy that's always supported Derek Carr and always kind of had a favorable word for the Raiders, but never like jumped fully on. Sure. Well, here he goes. So this is Good Morning Football, and let's check in with Adam as he not only comes up with his reasons he supports the Raiders. He drops the Adam wind on us. No way. Yeah, check this out. This is pretty fun. I am going to start this segment with a very bold statement because the Raiders do not feel the love around the world. So I'm going to say this. The Las Vegas Raiders are going to the Super Bowl. Whoa! And we will begin a new NFL dynasty. I see certain parallels Uh from their 2022 storyline to that of another dynasty you may be familiar with. You've heard of the autumn wind. Well, this is... The Adam wins. Excuse me? Let's 
get to it. So why does this feel like the wind is blowing towards a Raiders Super Bowl? Maybe it's because the team has connected college teammates and best friends, Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, and Adams gives the Raiders one of the best receiving cores in the NFL. Or maybe it's Josh McDaniels, who is following in the lines of his mentor, Bill Belichick, the hooded one, who is formerly the coach of the Cleveland Browns before he was unceremoniously fired, which he responded by going back to work for his mentor. He was ultimately given a second chance with a new team, the New York Jets. But that lasted about a day before Bill Belichick thought better of it. Eventually took a job with the New England Patriots with what could be considered a third chance and a coaching title. You compare that to Josh McDaniels, the new Raiders coach who failed in his first stint as an NFL head coach when he was in Denver. He was given a second chance with a new team, the Indianapolis Colts. That lasted for about a minute before yeah. he thought better of it. Then went to get a gig with the Las Vegas Raiders. But here is where it gets weird. This year's Super Bowl is to be played in Arizona. Arizona is known for three things. Scorching hot summers, Jimmy Eat World, and the Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon was the name of a movie that starred Kevin Klein, Danny Glover, and Steve Martin. Steve Martin really became famous after he host hosted an episode of Saturday Night Live in 1976. The year in which Tom Brady was conceived. Tom Brady in the Patriots <laughs> oh dynasty gosh. was born out of a controversial game. The tuck rule where Brady and the Patriots beat the Raiders. And that oh. occurred on a Saturday night. Oh. So given all of this information, the only logical conclusion is that the Raiders are going to the Super Bowl and a new Raiders dynasty will be reborn. The defense rests. Let's go, Adam Ray. I love that. Isn't that legit, dude? That was so cool. So cool. Wow. The Adam Wind is a Raider. Yes. Love yes. it. Love it, man. Good stuff there from Adam Rank. And I love, okay, let me ask you this, Jeff. Let me, okay. set, let me set this up and ask you this way. Do you think it's, okay, what is the reason we have so many now of these national media members jumping in and supporting the Raiders. Again, these aren't people that have historically talked junk about the Raiders, other than maybe Kyle Brandt. He's never, he's always kind of been on the fence about the Raiders. Mm -hmm. But what is it? Is it, well, I don't want to even give you options. Just you tell me what you think I'll is driving you, I'll it. tell you what I think it is. I think it was last season. I think it was the heart that this team showed. Uh, all the things that this team went through last year, losing your number one wide receiver, losing your head coach, and still through all the adversity making the playoffs, making a run, doing the things that you had to do, winning those clutch games at the end of the season when you needed to. I mean, that's who doesn't love stories like that? And so, yeah, the villains of the, of the NFL have been us for a long time, and I hope we still are for the next 60-whatever years. But, you know, everyone loves a good story. And, you know, and I mean, how can you not root for the Raiders after everything that they went through last That's year? That's a good point. Those, those, I mean, these men came together and put on a performance and and scrounged out some wins and did the right things and made the playoffs. I mean, no team has ever done anything close to that, at least that I've seen. I'm sure there may be another story here or there, wherever, but I've never seen the heart that any team oh, has ever cool, had man. that that the Raiders had last year. And so, yeah, absolutely. You know, why not respect that? That's a great you take, know? Jeff. And then take that 
and then add pieces. Then you get Josh McDaniel's dynamic offensive plan. Then you go get Chandler Jones. Then you go get Devontae Adams. All that stuff. And I still don't think they're done. But, uh, you know, but you know, I don't know, man. It, I mean, why? what's there not to like at this point? I like it, Jeff. That's strong, dude. That's a great take, man. Uh, yeah, I, I appreciate that take a lot. And, and, and I'm curious, what do you what do y'all think there in the chat room? Um, other than <laughs> James Furpo says, Swag Murph, can I get a Raiders? Hell yeah, you can. Raiders! Absolutely, buddy. And uh, but yeah, man, like that's that's I don't even want to say anything else because Jeff, you nailed it. That is that is amazing. Uh, Mojo in there says uh, might have a little something to do with Adams and McDaniel's. Uh, Michelle Sweat says great take, Swago. Hey, there's a buddy Docs in there. Hey, what's up, Graf? What's up, Graf? Look forward to talking to you tomorrow, my friend. And uh, congratulations again to all your success, man. And uh, I look forward to catching up with you uh, tomorrow. Hey, uh, also someone else in the chat. I forget who. Oh man, I can't scroll back up all the way to see um, somebody. We we were. There, a lot of talk about the dog in there. Oh, here is Victory Raider says, not a Georgia Bulldog. It's a Fresno State Bulldog. Oh, let's oh, go. Of course it is. What let's am I thinking, go. man? What let's am I go. thinking? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Uh, let, let's go Fresno State, man. Absolutely. Because uh, there's nothing better than uh, the uh, arguably the two best players that have ever come out of Fresno State are now part of your Las Vegas Raiders. Well, yeah. All right, uh, let's get to uh, let's get to an audio break, and then this is going to be the funniest segment of our week right here. Hey, everybody! This is Johnny Spencer from the punk rock band Stringer, and you're listening to Raider Fan Radio with Murph and Uncle Mosh. Go Raiders, baby! This is Kevin, the Raider nerd, live at the Oakland Raiders tailgate. Raiders! We got, we got Gorilla Rillis. Say hey, got uh, Uncle Marsh and Murph. I love you guys. Much love from the Black Hole, baby. Just win. All right, Raider Nation, appreciate everybody joining us live here tonight. Uh, Raider Gears and Threads is in there in the chat. He says, hit that like every uh, like button, everyone. Appreciate well, yeah. you. Uh, Victory Raider is in there. Trend's in there. Uh, cool Kev is in there. King Savage is in there. We appreciate all of you. Chronicles of the Black Hole is in there. We appreciate all of those of you. And uh, so, Jeff, what did you think? That was fun talking about the Adams, right? Yeah, but we still didn't talk about my favorite. Well, we covered Adam Rank. We covered Adam Shine. Yeah, F There's- those guys. I don't care. I want to talk about our Adams. Oh, you want to talk about Adams, not Adams. Yeah, same, same. No, one's plural, one's singular. Nah, yeah, it's fine. It's, <laughs> they, they, it's all got the S on the end. It's fine. That's the Adams. But I want to talk about number 17. Who? Morticia? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is the voice of an angel. Oh, sorry. That was... The... <laughs> well, Adams, Pugsley? Oh, my gosh. Will you stifle yourself? Ansel? Okay, I'm done. Okay, are you sure? Yeah, I got it. You all sure? Right. No, it's all. I'll right. hit you with one more. Okay. I want to talk about Devonte Adams. <laughs> oh, that guy! I want to talk about number seventeen, and I want to give respect to him uh, because he has joined an elite club this season. Okay, he's you know, 
I'm always weary to be to have my favorite Raider be a guy that's never played a down for the Raiders. Right. You know, if, if you if you if you need to go back a few years when my favorite player was uh, was Antonio Brown. But, you know, this guy, I, I love this guy. I've loved this guy since he's been in the league. You know, he's he's always he's always a guy on my fantasy team, all that stuff like that. But now he's a joint. He's joined elite company within the Raiders. Uh, and I'm talking about uh, talking about Madden rankings. Oh, nice! Yes. We, we we play a little Madden around here. We yeah, we, yeah, 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 man. yeah. We grab them sticks, man. We play Madden yeah, a little bit. Oh, no, yeah. hey, hey. <laughs> so thanks for going plural with that one. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, so so they they always release the ninety nine club. Yeah, which is like the best of the best. You can't yeah. get higher than that. No. Well, you know, back in well, like... Well, they give 100 to... Who was it? Was it Barry, Barry Sanders? Sanders? Yep. Yeah, they gave it to Barry, yeah, and yeah, I think yeah, they gave yeah. it to one other person, maybe. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like Dion or something. I can't, Somebody else got a 100, but it's like, like that, yeah. it rarely ever happens. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so there have not been many Raiders since Madden has been a game. That has been a ninety nine or no. Usually we get we get jobbed on Madden ratings. Well, yeah, and we still like Derek Carr is usually like in the low eighties and like you know what I mean. It's always never absolutely, absolutely. So uh, Devontae Adams is joining uh, two other people because he was ranked. He's he's a part of the ninety nine part of the ninety nine club. Yeah, part of the ninety nine club. I think that's his fourth year in a row that he's been a ninety in the ninety nine club. Best receiver in the NFL. Best receiver in the NFL. So save me the Cooper Cup. Uh, yeah, well, he, I mean, it's a uh, it's a he's fair not conversation. Ninety nine, I know, right? Yeah. And, well, and, and and Corey Fleck in the, in the chat says Cup should be a ninety nine instead, but we'll take it. Heck yeah, we will. And and I think in addition to you could maybe put Cooper Cup there, but like, like, look, I don't know. Yeah. Devontae's been doing it at that level longer. Yeah, and and that's the thing about Madden ratings, and not to go on a total divergent path here, but like. Madden, like you got to build up your rating. You don't come out of the gate as a rookie or a second year player balling out. Like you got to go for like three, four, five years, and then they start slapping you with those big numbers. Right, right, exactly. So, so he is a, he's joined an elite club within the Raiders. So there's only been so he is now the third Raider of all time to be a 99. Can I try to guess? Sure, you can. Okay, are these any of these legends going back to old Madden versions, or are these current roster? 99s. Uh no, none of them none of the other ones are current. No, 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 I know, but I mean but at the time were they like so like one of my guesses would be Namdi Asamoah. No. It wasn't Namdi Asamoah no. cuz it used to go back and forth between him and like Daryl Daryl Darrell Revis on like sure. who was the better uh, corner Yeah, no. and like they were each like a 98 like he, but it no, wasn't he, he never, wasn't he it. was never a 99. Okay, but so are these players that the, were they active at the time they were 99? Like cuz you could say all right, um I don't know. Fred Bolitnikoff was a '99 wide receiver, but he was part of the Legends package. Yeah, no, these were these were players in the NFL at that time. So best players at the position at that time. Okay. Yes. All right. So none of them were quarterbacks. No. Um, so I'm gonna go with. Well, we're let me let me try to narrow down my position so I don't sound stupid. Okay. Were any of these wide receivers? Yes. Okay. Um, was it Moss? It was. It was Moss. Okay. It was, right. it was Randy Moss, uh, 2006, Madden 06. Okay. He was a 99 overall. Okay. All right. Yep. And there's how many more? One more. There's one more. Was yeah. it a defensive player? No. Another offensive player? No. Oh, freaking, uh, is either Leckler or Janikowski. Yeah, which one? 
Leckler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All, right. Ma- All right. Madden 07. Right on. Madden yeah. 07. Yeah. Okay. He, right. he was a 99, and we can respect that for sure. But yeah, so, so Randy Moss, Leckler, and now Devontae Adams are the three people in the right Raiders on. 99 club. Right on. Cool. Yeah, Good absolutely. And, and, and glad to have him take that spot over Moss. Totally. That's good. Totally. Absolutely. We haven't even seen him play it down yet, but we no, know he's more ab- Raider than Moss was. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so you know, we're so we're giving respect to Madden for making Devontae Adams a 99 overall again in Madden. But but now I want to shit on Madden 23. <laughs> I just yeah. want to say, F the Madden analytic crew. Y'all need to do better. You suck. Oh, Jeff, you're you going suck in. Because they've started releasing positions. And so they released edge rushers. Oh, no. And they released the top 10. Oh, no. Please tell me they did. Max Crosby is not on that oh. list. Max Crosby is not on that list. And you got to go fairly far down on that list. He's not even in the 90s, bro. Max Crosby is an 86 overall oh in Madden. Oh, my gosh. Give that's me bullshit. a freaking break. That's terrible. Do better analytics cl- crew. You jackasses, you suck. I he's had you. enough. See, now he's had enough runway. Well, yeah. He should be in the 90s. Well, I this mean, isn't a at- guy that flashed for one year. You know what's so, I kind of soapbox around, around this a couple of times. And I even, I'm, I, yes, I'm this guy on Twitter at times. I freaking went at some of the game developers from EA. Okay. And I was like, it was like after Max's second or third year, whatever. And I'm like, how does a guy, like, because they had Bosa. Higher because Bosa and Max came in at the same time. Bosa's like number one. I know, and they had him higher based on. And I'm like, Max got what ten and a half sacks or whatever it was. His rookie, yeah, with that like, extra weight that his nose got. <laughs> and they were like, "Well, but you can't." No, I'm talking about Nick Bosa, oh, not Nick Joey. Bosa. Nick, oh, 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 but because oh. that right, it was Nick and, and Max yeah. came in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but but point being though is that they had him like I don't know at the time like ten points higher or something, and they're like, well, and and I got an answer back from them on the game, and they said, well, there were too many times where he was left unblocked, and I'm like, what the hell does that have to do with anything? I'm like, so the defensive coordinators create a package that allows him a one on one or not be blocked at all, and he executes on the play, so he should be penalized. How does that make any kind of freaking sense at all? It's the stupidest logic ever. So that's the kind of shit that they think about when they put these players together. And I promise you, because again, it's a scale that goes up. He started so freaking low that they're, it's going to take forever, despite the fact that he's inarguably one of the best pass rushers. Yes, I know he's yeah, not he T.J. Watt. Yes, I know he's not Miles Garrett. Yes, I know he's not. Maybe not even Chandler Jones, who I I, I do know made the top he was, 10. Uh, he, yeah, he, well, I, I don't think overall, I don't think he made the top 10, did he? I thought he did. I thought he was like number he, 10 or well, something. Well, okay, may, yeah, may, maybe so. Because maybe so. he's in the 90s, right? Yeah, I think he's like maybe 90 overall or something okay. like that. Okay, so I mean, I get, I, I get that, that like he's not those like super elite high-level guys. But come on, man! 90, 92, I mean, 90, let's when, go. when Pro Football Focus gets it more right than Madden, oh my god! That's you know, check yourselves, Madden. Let's go. You yeah, know, you, you guys got to check yourselves on that because PFF, I, I can't stand those guys either. You know, yes. but but you know, at least they give Max a little respect. Perhaps that's that's, you know? that's true. And I'll, and I'll give you one more, just a little bonus here before okay. uh, before you hit hit an audio break too. Before yeah, we yeah, just yeah. get to this next segment. Um, Here's another one for you. I'll give you another a travesty in terms of Madden ratings. Okay. Okay. 
Look over. Oh, you can't see on the camera there. I was, I was hoping. So, so, so to swag Jeff's right there, we have a Trent Sig jersey. We're big fans of Trent Sig. Been on this show. Uh, played in, in his Madden league. Madden doesn't have uh, a, a, a specific for... Um, Long snapper. Yeah, for, or for or a lot of other specialty positions, right? So there's no long snapper. So they're classified as tight ends. Well, Trent Snig is a Trent Snig is a big old dude, and he's not like a freaking like in terms of he's not a Travis Kelsey. He's not Darren Wall. He's like he's, he's a not, long snapper. He's a long snapper. So he's not going to rank good as a tight. So his overall Madden ranking is like twenty. And so I started I, again. I'm that guy on Twitter. Sometimes I started a campaign on Twitter. Forty-seven for forty-seven. His where's number 47. I said, let's at least get him a Madden ranking of 47. It's as inconsequential as number tw- as 25 would be. Sure. You're never going to see that guy in the game. You can't account for a long snapper in Madden and freaking crickets. They'll argue about Max Crosby not getting, quote, you know, blocked enough. Right. But yet they won't. It's crickets on a guy like Trent Sig, who's right. undoubtedly the best long snapper in the game. I totally agree pumped. with that. It's yep, so ridiculous. Absolutely. Well, and Paul Edgerton in the, sh- in the chat says, are you sure you guys aren't playing Florio 23 by mistake? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love oh, that. Oh, my God. So listen, for and those yeah, of you... That- okay, so and Mac Bud says Rashawn Gary is better than Max Crosby. Get out of here. Oh, see? Get out of here, man. Get out of here, man. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Good call there, Mac Bud. That's our buddy calling out in Scotland. We appreciate you, Mac Bud. And, uh, and all I got to say is this, Jeff. For those of you that say we don't talk about the Raiders, you just heard us rant about Madden ratings. This is Trent Sig, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Just win, baby. Yeah, Max. And here, here's, uh, yeah, here's this guy. Hey, Raider Nation, Let's this go. is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. This is the next guy in the 99 Club. Oh, let's go. Hi, this is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. All right, Raider Nation, we appreciate all of you in the chat room tonight. Schmucky the Raider Bears in there. Mac Bud, Paul Edgerton, uh, Raider Rob. Appreciate you, Raider Rob. Appreciate you jumping in. Uh, he said he enjoyed uh, seeing me on Mondays with Mikey Murph the other night and appreciates this show. We appreciate you, man. We couldn't do this without you. Uh, Corey Fleck is in there. Victory Raider is in there. Rodney Maynard Raider holding it down. Pineapple is in there. Kill Jadis is in there. Uh, so many of our good friends, and we appreciate you all sticking around uh, for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so speaking of 99s. Oh, nice. Not on the football field, but as a podcaster, we'll give Will a 99. There you go. We're talking about our good buddy, Will Compton, and uh, and his show, Bussin' with the Boys. And the reason I bring him up is that he has a lot of Raiders on there. And that's one of the things that you hear us talk about all the time. Like, you know, we can, we can uh, you know, whatever about Will and Bussin' and all because they're close to us and we've gotten to know those guys or whatever. But bottom line is, for Raider Nation, if you want to hear a lot of Raiders – get interviewed and speak very candidly and openly and lighthearted and like yes. you don't find better Raider interviews than I'm busting with the boys, man. Derek's been on there. Waller's been on there. Max has been on multiple times. Yep. And now you got, uh, and I don't even, I think that's all off the top of my head, but now you got Foster Moreau 
uh, has been on Bussin' with the boys. And so shout out the boys, man. And much respect to them. Number one sports podcast in the freaking country, man. Uh, unbelievable work those guys are doing over there. Yeah. And uh, not only Will and Taylor, but all the guys, man. Uh, Garrett and Blas and JP and Jack and those guys, man. We appreciate them so very, yeah. very much. And the awesome work they're doing over there. But anyway, but anyway, so back to the, to the Raider part of this. So Foster jumps in on Bussin' with the boys. And uh, it's so funny. So uh, I would encourage you, go listen to the whole thing, Raider Nation. Go listen to the whole interview, uh, start to finish. It's fantastic. It gives you tons of insight into the Raider locker room, into the differences between Josh McDaniels and John Gruden. Foster talks in detail. Uh, and I use that word not by accident. He talks about the detail differences between John and, and, and Josh. Not that Gruden and those guys weren't detail-oriented, but the idea that it's such a point of emphasis for Josh McDaniels. that there's right. a, Their approach is so much different, and he contrasts it. So as, as much as this is a goof and a chuckle fest over there, he really gets into the nuts and bolts of what it's like inside those walls of Henderson. So it's a great, great interview. So I encourage you, definitely go out there uh, and, and check out the whole thing. But for our purposes, because we're freaking, you know, chuckle fest over here. Well, yeah. We're going to go over the light stuff. So uh, one of the th- there's two things. I got two clips for you that I just got a big kick out of. So the first one um, that I've got for you is... Uh, I've, I've got, it's, <laughs> this is so funny. So Foster Moreau got paid. Foster Moreau got paid. I mean, excuse me. Hunter Renfro got paid. Yes, he did. Yeah. Hunter Renfro got paid and Foster Moreau talked about it and brought it up on a bus with the boys. So here's Foster talking to Will. Hunter gets brought up and they talk about how he gets paid. And then we're going to cover about Hunter getting paid here in a sec too. Renfro just got paid. Hunter Renfro. Hey, shout out fucking Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro just got paid. He did, great, bro. Great friend of mine. Great ah, friend of he mine. got paid. Hunter Renfro got a bag, and then he went immediately from signing his contract. He went back to his house. I took him. I'm a big take guys to the airport. Picked Hunter up from from his house. Took him took him to the airport, and I was like, "Where's your Where's your seat?" He's like, "Oh, I think it's like I don't know, 37 E." And I'm like, "You're sitting in the middle row of." 30, you just signed a, I don't know, you just got a $9 million contract bonus. I, I, I don't I mean, know. It was like, he's averaging over 10 a year, I think, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think he gets 16 a year, I believe. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. He's, but he's sitting, he's sitting he's 37 feet. He's sitting 37 A. I love that, man. Wow. So, so there Hunter Renfro secures the bag, as the kids say. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and he's still riding coach on, on the way home. It's a humble and, guy. And, yeah, and doing his taxes and probably his neighbor's taxes, too, on the way. Uh, so much <laughs> respect to, to Hunter Renfro. Um, but, yeah, I love that, man. I, and this is what a lot of the detractors of the Raiders, the Florios of the world and whatever, will give the Raiders a hard time about signing team-friendly deals by, oh, they only got this much guaranteed, or like, they needed to, you know, the player should have known better to do this different, or like, criticize Derek. What? My God. These guys are all taking team-friendly deals so they can yes. keep the band together. And I got, an, I got a crazy idea for you, Swag Jeff. How about we freaking celebrate when teams or players do something that's not all about the money? Yeah. For what a freaking concept. What a concept. Because guess what? When you're getting 10 a year, like, okay. How is, much more do you need, bro? Is 11 a year or 12 a year going to make that big of a difference? No. Hell no, it's not going to. So I applaud these guys for these contracts that they're putting together. And, uh, you know, and, and speaking of that, you know, Hunter's, uh, or, or excuse me, I keep mixing them up. Foster's got a, a contract potentially coming up. But also Waller. Like, Waller's probably going to get 
I'm going to throw out Murph numbers here. Okay. I, this is no based in any reality whatsoever other than my own Murph speculation. I'm thinking he's going to get five for 60, 30 guaranteed. Well, there you go. I think that's about where you're going to come out. They'll prorate the bonus out. They've got $21 million in cap space right now. They'll prorate that thing out. He'll fit in there, no problem. Dern Waller ain't going anywhere. Uh, Foster's not going to get anywhere near that kind of money if he gets it, gets it at all. I hope he does because I think he's, he's a sure. solid player. Uh, but anyways, but point being, though, is that the Raiders are structuring these deals so everybody can, can kind of be in the mix. So, to, so to, to talk a little bit about Hunter before I play you this last clip about uh, of Foster on, on busting with the boys. Um, so the extension is for two years, 32 million and 21 million guaranteed. Okay. Uh, uh, Josh McDaniel says we're thrilled to reach an agreement with Hunter and look forward to seeing him in silver and black for years to come. Hunter is one of the true leaders on this team and he exemplifies the values of the organization and how he comes to work every day. He's a tremendous teammate on and off the field, and an entire Raider Nation is excited to see what uh, what the future holds for him. Yeah, so very, very cool yep. stuff. And so, look, we all know as Raider fans, he's worth it, right? We, I mean, this was a this is a slam dunk deal. But I'm gonna I'm gonna compare some stats for you. Okay, I want to see if you can guess the player. Okay, okay. So this is another player. Okay, another wide receiver. Okay, I'll give you this. It's another slot guy. Is he active? Uh, no. Okay. I'll give you that. Okay. Here's, here's, and compared to Hunter Renfro. Okay. okay. This guy averaged 4.5 receptions per game. Hunter Renfro averages 4.5 receptions per game. Okay. This guy averaged 49 yards per game. Hunter Renfro averages 50 yards per game. This guy averages a touchdown every 3.8 games or did. Hunter Renfro averages a touchdown every 3.1 games. Okay. This guy averaged 2.6 first downs per game. Hunter Renfro, 2.5 first downs per game. And last, this guy caught 65.9% of the passes thrown at him. Hunter Renfro catches 75.4% of the passes that come to him. Who do you think that other guy is? I'm going to guess Wes Welker. Oh, you're so close. Was it Edelman? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same, same. Same, same. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, you, you know. Or yeah, Danny, he, Danny, Am- Danny Amendola. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah he fits. Yeah, the other 5'9 white guy. Well, there you go. And he fits that mold. You know, he fits that mold. He's clutch. And, and so are all those players. You know, I mean, Edelman and all those guys. I mean, they, they won some massive games for Brady. Massive games. You know, and for the Patriots and stuff like that. And, and we're going to see a lot more of that coming out of Renfro. Absolutely. So if I told you, you know, in a, in a, in once upon a time, you could get Julian Edelman on your team for two years, 30 million, 21 guaranteed, you'd be like, uh, yeah. Yeah, sign me up for done. that. Done. Uh-huh. Okay, that's what you just got, Raider Nation. So, anyways, congratulations to Hunter Renfro. Uh, such an absolutely amazing um, signing for the Raiders. And uh, the only thing that's sad about it to me is it's only two years. Ah, you- yeah. Well, you know, but I think that you could say that could be more team-friendly stuff. Well, that's you know, true, hey, too. We'll hit you with this money, and we'll hit you back in a couple years for you know for another big extension or something like Once that. Once all know? this dead stuff comes off the books, all this junk on quick cows. Totally. Quit. Quit Kwiatkowski. Once all that, Littleton, because we had a lot of dead money that we ate up when we let yeah. all these guys go. Yeah, Nassib and all that. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Absolutely. 
All right, so next up, one more from Hunter. Or, gosh dang it, why do from I keep Foster. doing Foster. Thank you. Uh, one more from Foster before we get on to, uh, uh, to a story about some Raider legends. Um, this is funny, man. So Foster and Max Crosby are like BFFs. You talk about, you, you did the thing when we did our Fanny Awards about like best friends on teams and stuff. Yeah. These two guys, Foster and Max, are like, they're, they're, they're bros. They're okay. like you and me, man. They're, right like, they're, they're best of friends. Good. So Will asked Foster who his best friends are in the Raiders locker room. And here's what Foster had to say. Dog, um, how would you rank your friends in the locker room? How would I rank them? Yeah, one top three. Top three. Because this will go in the group chat. I know. I, I got to be really, really locked in. So I'd say Amik Robertson, number one. Amik Robertson. He's a 1475 Raiders way legend, Amik Robertson. Following him, probably number two is Duran Harmon. Another guy you don't know. Uh, I love I love this Duran Harmon guy. Guy always makes it, always on time, makes it everywhere he always needs to be. And uh, probably Darren Waller. Probably Darren. I'll give you an easy one. I'll give you one that's a little more on the on the. Yeah, because you're not choosing the boys, man. You're not choosing, you just said Max, one of your best friends. He probably will be. One of my best friends all the time. Yeah. And you just said in the locker room though. That's kind of like outside the locker room. You know. You guys aren't best friends inside the locker room. No, 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 no. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Yes, I love that. Oh my gosh, so funny, dude. Because I say that about you all the time. I was just gonna say. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. You mother. You mother. All right, so I just, in, in an audio break, we're gonna shift gears a little bit, and talk about some Raider legends. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys Murph, Swaggy Jeff. And Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they fucking put out a banger podcast. Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. All right, we appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate everybody in the chat. Paul is in there. Paul? Yoshi is in there. Mojo is in there. Says Waller will get paid. Josh Jacobs will be a bear next year. Uh, yeah, man, I, I, you know, I like Josh Jacobs a lot, man, but there's a lot of carries to go around with a lot of good running backs, and you don't draft uh, Zamir Zeus-White out of the University of Georgia if you don't intend to use him. And uh, one of my bold predictions of the year, I think he might be your leading rusher, uh, Raider Nation, because there's going to be so many touches uh, to go around. When you look at a Josh McDaniels offense, um, it's all about specialty. And it's all about, you know, Brandon Bolden does something different than what Kenyon Drake does, different than what Josh Jacobs is going to do, different than what Zamir White is going to do, different than what Amir Abdullah is going to do. Like, you got a lot of pieces in there. And uh, and so it's going to be interesting um, to see how this thing goes. And I, I, I got a feeling, man, Zamir White might be our breakout Raider uh, of the year. My, my other prediction to go the other side of the ball I'm thinking Divine Diablo. He flashed a little bit last year, but I think in terms of like absolute like breakout, like register, Divine Diablo, and uh, and and just one more bonus player. Uh, since I'm kind of just kind of rambling here for a minute, 
I like I like Anthony Averett a lot. I think everyone's thinking I, like I like that too, man. It's sneaky. It's sneaky because everyone's going Rocky Sin and Trayvon Mullen. Trayvon Mullen's already on the pup list, so we don't know what his health is going to be I, like. You know, I'm done with him. I don't know. I'm not ready to go there yet. He's I, a good player, dude. Yeah, he's a good player. The three games a year that he plays yeah, for us. I know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, golly, get this guy. Let, let him wear two helmets <laughs> or something something like that. We got to protect this guy because he just doesn't ever play for us. So, you you know, so you got uh, so you got Rocky Sin, you got Anthony Averett, and you got uh, Nate Hobbs in the slot. You know what I mean? That's solid. I'll take that That's, 10 times out of 10. Uh, well, okay. Fair enough. Uh, cool Kevin there says Mullen got nine toes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> so he's go, he's only 90% every week. But I mean, but not to make a joke about it, but like, and it is kind of funny. Cool Kevin. But um, does he really only have nine toes? I, I don't know. I never counted them. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to the beach with, with Trayvon Mullen yet. Oh my gosh! Hey Trayvon, you want to have a pool day at the Vidaro with hey, man, me this take year? Take your socks off, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, oh let me let God. me check that pinky toe, dog. Hey man, hey man, what you got? What you working with right there, bro? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, hey, so I, I was using the restroom in there. I heard you talking about Josh Jacobs. Yeah, well, and who, and who, who was it? Mojo said, he, said he's gonna be a bear next year. Yes, I totally <laughs> agree do? with that. I totally agree with that, man. We got so many weapons in the backfield right now. You got Zeus right here. You got Brandon Bolden. You got Kenyon Drake coming back, which that's, you know, that's still just going to be tricky coming off of the yeah, injury. Because yeah. it's, it was he on the pup list too? Yeah. Uh... Hmm. Yeah, I don't I, remember. I think Kenyon was. I think you might have been on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. You know, but that, but yeah, man. I and I hope we're wrong. I hope we're wrong because I, I like you. I love some Josh Jacobs, man. You know, I mean, it's the only young player jersey I own. I don't even there own a Derek go. Carr jersey, but I got a Josh Jacobs jersey. There you go. Absolutely. So I hope he proves us all wrong, and I hope he comes into this season with a chip on his shoulder because they didn't pick up his option. Absolutely. And you know what? And maybe the Raiders had that planned all along. You never know, man. But I, I just what I was saying though too, Jeff, is that I don't, th- I don't think you draft Zamir White, or uh, you know what I mean. I don't think you draft him without the idea that you're going to play him a lot. And That's I think true. that he's going to. I don't know, man. I just think that he's going to be, a, he's going to be a breakout. But anyways, but so yeah, those are my. Th- and since I gave my three, so I get so Zamir White, yes. uh, Divine Diablo, yes. and Anthony Averett. Those are my 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 three that I think are going to like. We as Raider fans know about them. Those guys will be talked about nationally. As we go through the season, I think they're going to start getting a lot of attention because they're making a lot of plays. And the reason I picked Anthony Averett was that where Rocky Sin is a great cover corner, Trayvon Mullen when healthy is a great cover corner, but they don't get turnovers. Anthony Averett is a turnover machine. That's the guy that's going to flip the field for us, Mm -hmm. and that's what we desperately needed. Mm -hmm. Like, we haven't had turnover machines in forever. Yeah. Like you know what I mean in the secondary. So that's why I'm banking on Anthony Averett. You okay. give me give me give me one on one side, one of the other, and then a bonus player for you for your breakouts this year. Let's see. Um oh man. Uh well I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in the corner position and I'm gonna talk about another guy we just talked about, Rocky Sin. I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm all right. Re- all I'm right. really excited about this because he's maybe your one or two if if Mullen's not healthy. Absolutely. Okay. And 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 he won't be. And so Rocky, <laughs> so Rocky Sin is gonna is gonna be facing some top targets in the league, and I think he's gonna shut them down. I'm really excited for him. Um, let's see on the offensive side of the ball. 
You took you took my guy. You took Zamir because I love Zamir, man. He, he's so he's so much fun. Well, it's easy but to say freaking Devontae Adams. Well, like, you yeah, know but I mean? I'm not yeah, going to yeah, say yeah. that. But I am going to pick a wide receiver, and I'm going to pick a guy that isn't our top guys. I'm going to pick Robinson, the cat we got from Kansas City. Dude, dude. he's going to be our number two. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, but oh, oh, not to get cut. No, not no. Did you say to get cut? No, no, no. I thought this is several. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I was reading in the chat there, and I got my brain got mixed up there. So you're talking about as a breakout. As a breakout. Yes, thank yes. you. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a great every, call. Because everyone's going to be focused on Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, and Hunter Renfro. And so this guy's just going to be over here one-on-one with the third-string cornerback or whatever going, yeah. hey, Derek, float it up to me. He's going to be the hero like Zay Jones was a couple times last Let's year. Let's go, You know, dude. hopefully Robinson will get to the facility before anybody else does where he'll be Derek Carr's favorite target. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's what he does. That's what he does. You know, but, uh, but, but you that's know, a great. That, but that's a great call because, like, our buddy QB Jeff says all the time, you can't double anyone because if you double Waller, then you you, you got Renfro down low. You double Renfro, you, you got Waller. Double you double everybody. you double uh, Devonte. You're gonna have Demarcus Robinson. That's a great call out, dude. I hadn't yes. thought about that as a breakout yet. Yes, uh, that's money. Uh, Lencho because the, he's kind of also been he flew under the radar in Kansas City a whole lot too. Totally, you know, when you, he plays when you have Tyreek and, yeah. and and Hardman and all that. So yeah, so he slips in through, you know, it, uh, you know, and Pringle kind of outshined yeah, him too yeah, in Kansas yeah. City as well. So yeah, so I think this guy's he could have a pretty good season. That's a Good call, dude. I like that a lot. Um, uh, appreciate that. And also, Lencho in the chat says, banking on Alex Leatherwood, need him to be the breakout. I agree. No, I ran it on this on Mondays. With my, and I know we're way off the rails here compared to what segment we want to do. But, hey, let's talk about the Raiders. Um, so, on Mondays with Mikey and Murph, we were talking about kind of like what the offensive line was going to look like as it stacked up. And, and, and I have a lot of faith in Alex Leatherwood. And here's why. I mean, I know that one player's path doesn't equal another player's path, but one player's path and fan reaction mirrors e- each other. And here's what I'm, where I'm going with it. I think I know where you're going with it. Go for it. Colt Miller? Yes. Thank you. All yes. Right. Thank you. 100%. 100%. Yeah, everyone hated Colt Miller after the first year, and hated now he's him. our best offensive lineman. That's exactly what I said. And I'm like, okay, you're ready to throw him out because of one year as a rookie. They're learning to get adjusted to the speed. Yeah. They're trying to get healthy. They're trying. There's a lot. And uh, I and know oh, Alex Leatherwood. Oh, yeah. He rotated. They were putting him in all these different spots on the line instead of just putting his ass where he needed to be. Absolutely. And you're so and I know the speed of the SEC. I get all that. But look, there's a difference between the SEC and the NFL, man. It just is. And so it took time for this young man to get adjusted. He's gonna be fine. Don't listen to the overreact. Don't listen to Camaro guy 69 on Twitter who wants to tell you that Alex Leatherwood is a bust. That guy's wrong. He doesn't know shit. He's not in the room. He doesn't know how to develop. He doesn't know about footwork. He doesn't know about any of that kind of stuff. I don't know about that stuff. Anybody listening, you barely know about it unless your name is freaking Josh McDaniels. Like, so just let the guy evolve, let him grow, let him develop. He'll be fine. And Alex Leatherwood will, will probably be our starting right tackle for a very long period of time. And oh my gosh, at worst, if he's our starting right guard. So what? Because we got Parham is going to play on the other side. You got Andre James who came around at center. You got Colton Miller there all, all the way on the left-hand side. Like, we're starting to yeah. shore up this and offensive Den- line. And Denzel Good's healthy. He's back. Amen. All that stuff, too. So, yeah. So, I mean, th- our woes on the offensive line last year, because that would, you know, I felt like it, that was the consistent, you know, I mean, obviously our secondary, you know, had a lot of issues and stuff last year as well. But I think the offensive line was really kind of, you know, it was our weak spot for a long time. Absolutely. You know, because we banked so much on 
Richie and all that stuff. And then, you know, kind of yeah. banked on the fact that Leatherwood could do it all. He could bounce around, do all this stuff. Let the guy play the position that he needs to play and then bring in these other guys back in. Adding John Col- Simpson. John Simpson might end up being your starter on the I don't know, on the left side, maybe? Like, sure. I, I don't know. I mean, Parham could compete for center. Like, yeah. I mean, we got a lot of options going yeah, on, man. But I love having that extra piece. Yeah, that one extra yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Having a guy like Simpson in there in the rotation, too. Because when one of these guys goes down, because, you know. It's, it's inevitable. You know, it's, it's inevitable. It's going to happen, whether it be for just a game, for a half a season, for four. I mean, whatever it is, you're going to need someone else to come in and step in and do that job. And so I think we've got the guys in place to do that. I agree, Swag Jeff, man. Great, great call-outs there. I love the chat room, man, giving us your surprises. Omar Juarez says, Miller, Simpson, James Good, Leatherwood. He likes that uh, uh, for the line. I think that sounds solid right there. Omar Um, Juarez was in the chat, said, uh, Robinson's listed as slot receiver two behind behind Renfro. Cole is listed as wide receiver two right now. See, I don't know about Keenan Cole, man, being their number two. I, I don't know. I mean, he's a great story. You know, and I'd love it if, if that's the case, but you still got Mac Hollins in the mix. You got like, I don't know, man, if that's that. Yeah. You can never trust the depth chart in freaking, you know, July. Nah, you know what I mean? change about 10 times. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Victory Raider says Hobbs, Leatherwood, and Merrig. I, I love that. I love, and I love Merrig. That Merrig, because again, we know as Raider fans, 25 is going to hold it down back there. We don't know what's going to go on with the, with the, the other safety spot. Um, I think Deron Harmon is going to play way more safety than we realize, especially yes. on third downs and whatnot. Totally. On, on Whenever we need them. The, let me just say this, Raider Nation. Oh my, hey, listen to us talking about the Raiders. Oh my gosh, I love this. When it comes to third and longs, whether John Abram plays first, second down, fine. Hovers around the line of scrimmage, plays the run, blitzes, does John Abram stuff. Yeah, what when a it, concept. Let him do what he is good at. Let him do what he's good at. On third down, when it's the days of of Mahomes running around back there for an hour waiting for Tyreek Hill to break free and one of our safeties to bust coverage, those days are over because now you're going to have Merrig and Deron Harmon back there. Deron Harmon is a freaking ball hawk. There's another guy that can create turnovers. So this is going to be interesting. Uh, you got a former Raven. What is the Ravens defense known for? Turnovers. Yep. You got uh, Deron Harmon and all this Patriot stuff. What are they known for? Freaking turnovers. Titans. Got Chris Jones now in the mix in the secondary. And you got uh, Jayon Brown. You got all these Titans coming in, playing under Vrabel, former Patriot. What are they all known for? Turnovers. This freaking defense, you guys, I'm telling you, this defense is going to ball out. And Deron Harmon is going to freaking wreck shot. He's so undervalued. He's so underrated because he's a little bit older. Yeah, but so is Devin McCourty. And the guy's killing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can play. Hello? What Charles Woodson do when he was a safety and, and was older? Truth. Again, I'm not comparing those two players, but safety is one of those positions where you can outsmart your opponent and you can play well into age yep. in the NFL. Totally. Now, I, I'm t- I'm getting fired up, man. I'm telling you, this defense, defense is going is to be top 10 this year. It's going to be sick, dude. It's no be one's top talking 10. about Because everyone's talking about Devontae Adams and Derek Carr. And fine, we should. And talk about Waller and talk about Renfro. And I get all that. But our defense, we're massive. We haven't even talked about pass rush yet. Yep. Dude, we're yep. going to freaking kick ass, man. Yep. yep. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? And, then, and if the defense has a bad day, oh, yeah, we got the offensive side of the ball that has the potential to score 50 points a game. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. I mean, get, get us, go ahead, get us in a shootout. 
Exactly. Exactly. The, this unit, this offense and this defense, they are going to work together and they're going to bail each other out all season long. When something ain't clicking on the defense, Derek's going to score 40. When the when, you know, when what when the offense is sputtering and puttering and all that stuff, Max Crosby's going to have four sacks. Harmon's going to have an INT. You know, all this, Let's like, go, dude. my gosh, dude. Like, what? talk about a well-freaking-oiled machine. This is going to be so much freaking fun. <laughs> so much freaking fun, dude. Oh. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Oh, my let's gosh, go. dude. I'm jacked, man. I cannot wait. All right, let's hit a freaking uh, audio break here, man. Jeez. Because uh, we, we got to get into this. La- this is the segment that got bumped. I'm not bumping it again. I'm going to bump the Jamarcus story. Because I, I do want to talk huh? about Jamarcus. We, <laughs> fat. <laughs> fat. Fat. So we might uh, we might do like an RFR rundown or something next week or something like that. So we can get. Or just. Do Raiders Fan Radio? No. Or, yeah, or just, you know, or just. Do a two and a half hour show? No. Or just we don't need to talk about Jamarcus. <laughs> or just not talk about Jamarcus. I don't Russell? like that guy. No, I don't either, yeah, but it's such, a, it's such a big story. But okay, all right. Well, let, but yeah, I do we'll, want we'll, we'll I do want to get to this next one. I would do want to get to get on. To the I want to get to Hayes and Hayes. Okay. Yes. All right. Oh, you want me to hit him? Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, do it. <laughs> You're listening to the Violator, and I'm live on Raider Fan Radio. Where you at, baby? And it's Del Tupo from the Rich Eisen Show. You're listening to Murph and Mosh on the Raiders Raiders Fan Radio. Yes! All right, appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate Cool Kev, Raider Born Rico. Erica S. is in there. Hope the newborn is everything going yeah. good with baby and mama. Uh, Omar Juarez is in there. Uh, he says, cat money is where is there. Why not bring in some depth? Omar, I, th- I think that money's getting saved for, for Darren Waller. I think we're going to see Darren Waller get signed likely in the next week or so, uh, maybe mm-hmm. even before the, the first preseason game. And a lot of people are still talking about uh, Sue. Yeah, I Maybe. He wants a lot of money, dude. Yeah. He wants a lot of money, man. He, well, and when the Browns say no, you know, the yeah, Browns have said, yeah. ah, we're not getting that guy, then maybe you wonder, you know, yeah, is he asking for too much? And, and I think, and here's, we're just going to just talk about the Raiders tonight, the current Raiders. So I think the thing with Sue and the reluctance on the Raiders' part is that not only is he expensive, I know he's great, man. Don't get me wrong. And I've for a long time thought he would just be a great Raider. Just his mentality he brings to the to the game. Like he reminds you of like an Alzado E Matt Millen type. You know what I mean? Um, but the thing is with this Raiders defense and the pass rush, I know interior pass rush is important. I get it. I get it why Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald. And QB Jeff will tell you, you know, when you get those big guys pushing up the middle and they're falling down around your feet, quarterbacks get happy feet and it moves you off your spot and it's yep. it's very disruptive to them. They don't like it because they don't want their ankles to get rolled up on or their knees and all that. So I, I get all that that point. With this Raider defense, though, I think that what they're looking for in the middle, when you, whether you're talking about, and there's a bunch of them that are in there, you know, with Vickers and, like, all these guys, guys that, are, that, are in, that are in the mix in the interior. Sure. They need to suck up blocks. Our pass rush is going to come from the corners. Mm-hmm. It's going to come from Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. That's going to be the focus of the pressure. So I think that if you can get those big guys in there, 
Um, Hankins, that's who I'm thinking of. Like John Hankins. Yeah. Those big guys in the middle to suck up those blocks and create some one-on-ones for Jones and Crosby, that's where your production is going to come from. Right. You know, like Jefferson and, and, uh, and Solomon Thomas last year, they've definitely flashed and had some great push up the middle. But what was it? It was Ngakwe and Max. That's right. where the, that's where you're earning your money right. on on right. sacks. And so I think that's what the, they're just want to get. So I don't know if Sue pound for pound, dollar for dollar spent production wise is worth it. Well, I, don't, I, I, think, I don't think so. I, you know, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on that. You know, yes, it would be it would be fun and flashy to get another all star on that D line or whatever. You know, but yeah, you got two weapons on the edges. So, you know, if, if it comes down to it and you had to take your pick, I think I would uh, pass on Sue and take Darren Waller and Darius Phylon. Uh, there you go. That's who I would. Great call, Bring Jeff. back Phylon, bro. That's, I loved that guy. That's that's perfect, dude. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great call, Jeff. Yes. Great call. Yeah. You See, now that's value. And that's the way the GMs and coaches and, and owners think. They team think in terms of value, you know? So, anyway, great stuff there. All right. I am going to talk about the old school Raiders now. And I'm going to get to this story because this is one of my favorite things uh, of the past couple of weeks. So, we've talked a lot about best friends tonight. We've talked a lot about best friends the past couple of weeks. Well, yeah. I knew these guys were close. But when you listen to these two guys and the way they interact with each other, it just hits me as an old school Raider fan. Uh, it just hits me in the heart, and, it, and I'm sure it does for new school Raider fans too. Um, but this is just very, very heartwarming. Um, and the, the reason that I, I love when, you know, I love like hearing like mic'd up. I love hearing when we, when we get to hear players, um, you know, in their, when they're not just, you know, in uniform, in helmets, you know, wrecking each other on the field. You love to hear like the humanity and the relationship and the, whether it's crap talk or whatever else. And so these two guys, it's, it's, um, you hear the friendship uh, between these two. And so anyways, I'm going to quit selling the lead. It's Lester Hayes and Mike Haynes, the two great Raider cornerbacks, arguably, to me it's not even arguable, um, the greatest Raiders quarterback tandem of all time. Um, and there have been some great ones. And we've had some great corners. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not forgetting about Willie Brown. I'm not forgetting about Charles Woodson. I'm not forgetting about Namdi Asamoah. But when you talk about Namdi Asamoah, he was paired up with Stanford Route. That's a far cry from Hayes and Haynes. So Hayes and Haynes about won a Super Bowl for us single-handedly on Black Sunday. Those guys are, you can't get any better. Uh, should be two Hall of Famers. Lester Hayes is not yet, but he should be, and he hopefully will be soon. Yeah. Um, anyway, so these two guys came into Henderson and toured the facility in Henderson. And so I've got the audio for you. And listen to this as these two walk through the halls of Henderson and not only talk about the facility, but they reflect back on their relationship and their career together as Raiders. The fire that burns the brightest in the Raiders organization is the will to win. win. Let's go. Oh, Mr. David. And he loved you, Judge. Mike, hey, he loved you because because he stole you from the Patriots. <laughs> and I said, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> he knew what he was doing, yeah, putting my us brother. together. I had a lot to learn, and Lester knew everything about all the wide receivers and quarterbacks in the AOC West. And so for me, without him, I would have been studying, 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 and not having any fun. But when we studied together, he helped me out a ton. And we always won. Of course, based upon film study. 
boy, you just don't play football. Yeah. Boy, you got to study football. This is the DB room? Because on this board, Mike, is no stay low. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't have it on the board. Mike, put it on there. Stay low. So Mike Haynes goes over and writes on the board in the in the board. They're in the defensive backs meeting room. Yeah. He writes in big giant letters, stay low. Because nice. you know, Lester was so famous for oh, that. Get down. Dude, yes. He'd almost look like a fly. You know uh-huh. what I mean? He'd get down all low and he'd have his arms, his wingspan out. It was so cool. I'd stick them all over him. Yep. So badass. Got to stay low. You can't turn tall. Live and learn. It's rare that you have two talented corners like that. It really is. It doesn't happen very often. We played offense on defense. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, we came after people. We didn't just sit back. Like a lot of people talk about defenses, you bend and don't break. No. We didn't do that. We attacked. Let's go. We were, we were aggressive on our defense. Open the ball. <laughs> it's counterfeit stick'em. So real stick'em, <laughs> it'll. So, he's, so Lester's wearing gloves. And Haynes throws them a ball and he catches it. And that's when he says it's counterfeit stick him. Uh-huh. Okay. Stick to the back of your hand. Mike, it was stick, <laughs> stick here or there or here or stick on my helmet. <laughs> King of cornerbacks. Of course, his speed, his patience, like in zone coverage, in man coverage, he could do it all. 25 push-ups, you step on shield. Oh, I didn't see that. Did you see that? No. I, I didn't see it. I can't do 20, 25. One, okay, two, my three. He should be in the Hall of Fame because I have not seen very many talented corners like Lester. He definitely deserves to get in. He should have been in already. Yeah, I'm back to Mike. Yeah, there's no question about it. I don't think anybody would even argue with me on that. Not one single person. I mean, this has been really, really nice. I thank you so much. I love this guy. I love you, brother. (laughs) Oh, my God. Isn't that awesome, dude? My gosh. How great is that? It's so good. That's one of my favorite old school Raider things to come out in a long time. Absolutely. Absolutely. When was that released? Last week, like there's just like a that's few days so, ago or something. That's yeah, so cool. You that's can find so it. Cool. Uh, a couple people have asked. You can find it on the Raiders website. It's on yeah. there as they tour through. And yeah, it just happened like yeah, like last week, I think. Wow. Um. Well, yeah, of course it was last week because I wanted to feature this on the show last week and we had to bump it. Oh right, right, right. Um. So yes. man, such such good stuff there, and love to hear about the relationship. And you know, and that's what it's all about. So it's funny. So like to bring it current, you hear a Foster goofing and joking about Max Crosby and talking about his friendships in the locker room. And we've talked about the Ziegler McDaniels friendship. We've talked about the, the Mark Davis and, uh, and, and Marcel Reese relationship. Uh, we've talked about the, the Derek and Devonte relationship. Sure. We've talked about the Chandler Jones and Max Crosby relationship. That's what this is like that. This is why yeah. those things are so important is because here you've got the greatest quarter cornerback tandem ever, ever, Talking about how close they are with each other. And it just, yep. damn it, it's so freaking good. Well, man. we talked about it. it last week. I mean, I think that that might be the definition of family. You know? I, you could. You, this is family you're choosing, not that you're born into. You're not born into that, but you know what? I guarantee you, and, and, I'll, and I'll coin what Uncle Mosh said last week, I think Lester Hayes probably called Mike Haynes if he needed to hide a body. <laughs> 
Amen. You know what I mean? Like that's family. That's family. Yep. He's on the short list on his that's, on his uh, on his calls. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. He's number three on his speed dial. Absolutely, man. I agree. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Uh, Raider Gears and Threads is in there. Cool Cody's in there. What's up, Cool Cody? Yeah, man. Uh, Kill Jadis. Paul's in there. Victory Raider. Tyrone Graves. We appreciate you. Also, very, very much. Uh, James Furpo says, I want the Raiders to dominate again on D. I'm with you, man. It's been an awful, awful long time since we've had a dominant defense, and it yep. is, is definitely time. And uh, You know, we get excited every year, uh, and we are encouraged every year, and we try to remain positive every year. And I say this every year, but I think this year is the year where we're more likely set up for it this year than we have been in a very, very long time. I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. And before we move on to the next, I do wanna uh I do wanna give respect to Mojo who gave another twenty dollar donation oh, Mojo, to the One Nation you, Foundation. So he said, Hey, sorry, I was I was uh I was uh smoking thighs outside, but I wanted to make sure I still got this hat. Oh, so yeah, so so nice. I made a promise to whoever had the most uh money raised tonight uh is gonna get this Black Sunday uh metal shield Charles Woodson hat. That's awesome, man. And he says uh, if I win, don't ship it to me. I'll pick it up when I'm there in September. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, and we can't wait to see those of, uh, of you that are coming out oh, to the Raiders-Titans game. So my gosh. Uh, we're all originally from California, but we've relocated to Middle Tennessee. We live just outside of Nashville. And so we're doing a big tailgate uh, for the uh, Raiders-Titans game. That is September 25th. We will be doing a speaking with Bussin' with the boys. We'll be doing a joint tailgate with our buddies from Bussin' with the boys. And uh, we want Raider Nation to come out there, man, show up big and uh, and represent Raider Nation to the fullest. Let's block that tailgate out. Uh, uh, location is TBD only because they're awaiting construction on one. And so if that construction doesn't get completed in time, then we'll be at the, at the other one. But we'll announce that uh, as soon as we possibly can. But definitely check us out there for our, our tailgate with Bussin' with the boys on yep. game day. And then the night before... Yeah, follow up with Music City Raider Nation. Absolutely. Tell, them, tell us about that, Swag Jeff. Yeah, well, it's at Bowie's, right? At Bowie's, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. downtown Nashville, Saturday night before the game, uh, we will be with Music City Raider Nation at Bowie's, which is an epic 80s rock and roll it's so bar. so cool, like old school uh, hair metal bar. Absolutely, in, in downtown Nashville. Uh, check us out. Everyone's going to be there. I, I mean, I... I know, I know Michelle Sweat and, Lam- and Lamont and all them. All of our Made Man crew are going to be there. Capo and and Mojo and Emiliano and Ramon and and all those guys. Man, it's going to be it's going to be a freaking blast. We have a freaking army of RFR listeners coming in for this thing, and there's other content creators coming in for this thing, and their listener base is like, and and we're all converging. Uh, on our freaking tailgate, Nashville's uh, so, gonna Nashville's gonna be silver and black. It's gonna be ridiculous. Dude. It's, gonna it's gonna be, be silver so and black. Freaking awesome! It's gonna be so awesome, man. So if you're uh, so if you're coming to the game, let us know. If you go to Facebook, um, there's a Raiders fan radio meetup page that our good friend Kevin the Raider nerd has put together. And uh, because people have asked about like where we're sitting, like our fabricator Gill's coming in, like Trinidad's Trinidad's bringing like 16 people, right on, like uh, uh, alone. Like there's it's crazy how many people are coming in for this thing. So um, go to the Raiders fan radio meetup page on uh on facebook and uh and just become a member there of that, of that group and you can kind of coordinate with everybody on where you're sitting where we're gonna where, where we're gonna meet up and all that but saturday and sunday are the big day saturday night for sure with music city raider nation uh, much respect bam raider uh and his lovely wife christella they're the ones that that handle music city raider nation they're putting on the big party at bowie's and then we'll have our joint tailgate that next day we probably won't get over to the game until after the first quarter is well probably. started by the time we break down and do all 
all that. Um, but definitely pregame. Come out, check us out, uh, and join in. All right, Swag Jeff. Enough about uh, – oh, the Graveses are coming. Yeah, there I they are. I forgot about Ebony, Ebony and uh, Tyrone Graves will be there. Well, Ebony with a $10 donation says, she, says we will be there. We cannot wait to meet you in person. Cannot wait to shake your hand, give you a big hug, and, uh, and get to meet you in person. That's going to be so- – and that's the best part about this stuff. Does that – here we are doing this podcast, you know, out, outside of Nashville, Tennessee, about a team that plays in Las Vegas, a bunch of guys that are from California, and it goes out globally. Where for those of you that don't know, we go to like we've been in eighty countries. Our show has been heard. It, just tonight, we have folks in Alaska, we have folks in the Canary Islands, we have folks in the UK, we have folks globally listen to this show. The idea that we can all then meet together and converge and get to see you face-to-face and get to meet you and, and, and get to shake your hand and, and, and appreciate you and celebrate our Raider Nation fandom, that might be my favorite thing, other than the fundraising and the foundation that you all do an amazing job supporting. Yeah. Outside of that, personally, it's my favorite thing is getting to meet people firsthand. Absolutely. You know, like being at a game and like, you know, uh, Josh Maldonado walks up and is like, hey, man. You know, I'm Fargo Raider, and I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on? Or, right. or Martine walks up, and he, you know what I mean? Or, like, you just, like, it's so cool to, like, meet people, like, that just holler at you, and you get to meet them. Like, it's it's my favorite yeah. thing. And we're going to have more of that in, here in Nashville than maybe we have ever had. It's going to be so good. Yes. So good. All right. I better shut up. Man, I'm going to fire up tonight. This is fun, dude. Well, yeah, football's back, bro. All right, all right. Absolutely, yeah. Veterans report, and we freaking come unglued. All right. Let's, uh, this is enough of us. I, I think that's enough of us. More of you and less of us is a good thing. So let's jump into the Sea of Fans mailbag. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. All right, we appreciate everybody that is joining us live tonight. Edgar Bonilla is in there. Edgar says, is there a lot of Raider fans in Tennessee? You would be shocked. Uh, yes. I mean, Raider Nation's global anyways, but even in our dopey little town uh, outside of Nashville, tons and tons of Raider fans, including uh, a guy that's the all-time passing leader uh, for Alameda High School, played at Laney College in Oakland, entire family of Raider fans, came out here to play at uh, Middle Tennessee State University, and uh, his entire family are Raider fans. And, and so we, we, and that's our buddy QB Jeff, Jeff Murphy. Um, it's, it's crazy. And our buddy Louie. Um, I was about, yeah, I was about to say. So if you so if you like if you like sandwiches and you like uh, authentic Mexican food, uh, check out both of those spots while you're here. Ch- uh, holler at King Louie, holler at QB Jeff, all that stuff, man. They they it just delicious food. Absolutely fantastic. Our our our, our good friend Michelle Sweat and her husband Lamont, her whole family. Uh, you, you know Devin and Darius, they're all Raider fans. Like it's you know I, I mentioned Music City Raider Nation. Like it's crazy. Like Raider Nation rolls deep out here, including uh, some folks we're going to hear from tonight for the first time ever yes. on this show that have found us. Um, but yeah, and there are tons of Raider fans in Memphis, tons in Knoxville. Like you, I'm telling you, man, you'd be shocked yep. how many Raider fans are rolling around Tennessee. Yep. Um, you know, and, and and including again, not to make it about him, but the boy Will Compton. All about the Raiders this year. All about the Raiders. All about it. So there's a lot of Raider presence here in Tennessee, and we're incredibly yep. uh, proud. Uh, well, yeah. Of that. Well, so the other day I'm driving down the road talking to Murph on the phone, oh, yeah, and so we're that, driving, yeah. and we're talking, and we're kind of talking about something serious. 
And so I go, hey, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. And there's a guy with Raider bumper stickers all over the all over the side of his car and the back of his car and all that stuff. And I roll down the window. I'm like, hey, hold on, man. Raider. <laughs> like, and the guy's yeah. like, yeah. It was awesome. Oh my gosh, I know, man. That was so funny. Yeah, because it was. It was something kind of serious. And you're like, no, nah, man, hold on. And I'm like, and I kind of felt the way. I'm like. Oh, Jeff's kind of like interrupting yeah, like yeah, this. We're kind of like talking deep here. For, and then I hear you screaming Raiders at somebody. I'm like, oh, no, that's good. Yeah, we, we good. <laughs> we we good. straight, bro. We good, bro. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, man. Uh, Mojo says he's cooking for the game. Man, I cannot wait to uh, – Mojo. The, oh, one of the, yes. Mojo and Gil put on premier oh, tailgates. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Mojo's breakfast tacos. I still dream about uh, those. Right? I still dream so about them. So freaking good, dude. So freaking good. So freaking good. And uh, and Trinidad, his family, with the ceviche. Oh, my gosh. Let me get started. Yeah, oh, I my gosh. Okay. Well, hey, so right, speaking, of, speaking of good stuff. All right. Let's go. Speaking of good stuff. So, uh, keep, so yeah. So, so, you can, so you can reach us and talk oh, to yeah, us and that. connect with us. Tell everybody about all that. Well, I got to go pee. A multitude mm-hmm. of ways. Right. You, can, uh, you can email us, show at Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, that is show at RaidersFanRadio.com. It's so inventive. It's so inventive and unique. It's unbelievable. S H O W at RaidersFanRadio.com. Is that like show? Like S H O W? Like the word? Yeah. Wow. That's really inventive. It's super inventive. So cool. Yeah. If you want to reach our show, <laughs> you can email us at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And if you email of us at, at, at just email however us. many. Yeah. Hey, how do you email of us, Jeff? You can email of us at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And uh, and if you email us just however many times we feel is right, then we'll, uh, you'll become a made man or a made woman on the show. And you can also call us at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Uh, but first, we're going to get to the emails tonight in the Sea of Fans mailbag. And the first one that I want to bring up, uh, we read his email last week. It's uh, it's our boy Raider Shank, man. So Raider Shank, uh, we, we read the email, but we did not uh, show a picture. So we, he sent us a picture. So I wanted to show that and flash that up there that's our buddy raider shank right there i think he's he's 14 so so you know he's and he's repping the oakland raider hat the old school hat man i dig it so so welcome welcome to the uh welcome to the family there uh raider shank so uh we are going to get into the first email of the night so uh uncle mosh normally does this responsibility but since he is not here it is up to swaggy j tonight and i haven't had any jim beam so uh so my tongue ain't gonna be all swelled up so uh good evening rfr crew well, training camp is now upon us, and I think that, uh, and I think that means, uh, and that maybe I did have some Jim, uh, and that means thanks to Jack Tatum Hennessy, we made it through the fa- the dog days of summer, and fall is just around the corner. So let's break down the season. Here's Mengai's official uh, season prediction: Week one at LA, win. Uh, different season, same story, sorry-ass chokers. The Raiders walk into L.A. and whoop the piss out of the chokers <laughs> and remind them that they are once again overhyped. Week two Let's go. against the Cards, win. Uh, the Raiders come home and give Kyler Murray an L to start the season 2-0. and This is the game where the Cardinals realize that they done effed up by letting Jones go in free agency. Nice. Week three at Titans, win. This is the game where the RFR crew turns up and the game I was so hyped for about, uh, but unfortunately my brother I, br- my brother and I aren't going to be able to make it. Uh, nevertheless, the Raiders walk out of the Music City with a dub. I am predicting Jones to have six sacks against Tannehill and King Henry will be overthrown by Zeus. Oh, that is so freaking nice. money, dude. Week four versus Denver, win. Uh, the Raiders showed Denver that their investment to Wilson was all smoke and mirrors with 
without the Legion of Boom to carry him to victory. Week 5 at the Chiefs Monday Night Football win. The Raiders go to Arrowhead and dethrone the defending undisputed AFC champs. Um... Uh, let's see. Mahomes will be amazing, but without Hill to stretch the field, the Raiders will key in on Kelsey and his old man Walker. Plus, <laughs> they will not be able to handle Max and Jones, who will each have four, three to four sacks. The Raiders show KC who the real kings of Monday Night Football oh, are. Oh, nice. Week six. Bye. Uh, the Raiders Bye. go into the bye week 5-0, and oh, number one in the AFC West and riding high. Everyone enjoys the Vegas love, but please, for the love of God, be on your best behavior. Week 7 versus Texans win. This is the game where Carr shows the Texans and their fans uh, they were lucky in 2016, but he was out with, uh, that, that he was out with a broken ankle. This football team is a mess, and sure, they have a good head coach, but that's it. Bold prediction. Carr breaks the NFL record with eight touchdowns, four of them to Devontae Adams on Week 7 versus the Texans. I love it. Week 8 at the Saints. Loss. The Raiders taste defeat for the first time against the Saints as they are a damn good football team. In this game, I uh, this is the game I hope I'm wrong on because I hate Dennis Allen with a passion. Week right. 9 at the Jags, win. The Raiders rebound with a victory against the lowly Jaguars, and this loss secures the number one overall pick for the Jaguars. Enjoy <laughs> the dumpster, you bums. <laughs> 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 week week 10 versus the Colts loss. The Raiders fall to Matty Ice and the Colts at home, but I believe it's yeah. going to be a dogfight. Yeah. Yeah, That's that a scary be tough. one, man. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, week 11 at Denver win. The Raiders send Denver packing with a season sweep, ending their playoff hopes and proving that they are still the bottom feeders of the division. Week 12 at Seahawks win. The Raiders go to Seattle and put on a fashion, a good old-fashioned ass-whooping on the Sea Chickens, and Drew Locke gets sacked five times, five times, five, five, five times, five, five times, time. by Max Crosby, and he throws three interceptions. The 12th man becomes the 12th puddle because the Raider <laughs> Nation will be, will be blacking out their stadium. Week 13 versus the Chargers. 13, 13, 13. <laughs> Win. The Chargers come to Vegas and once again leave carrying a big fat L all the way back to L.A. The Raiders, <laughs> the Raiders sweep the Chargers, and I predict both Mac and Bosa will miss this game because they are on IR. They are IR buddies fat. together for the rest of the season. Uh, week 14 versus Rams. Thursday night football. Loss. The Raiders taste defeat for the first time since week 10, falling to the Super Bowl champs in L.A. Week 15 versus the Patriots, Sunday night football, win. The Saturday before this game is the Crab Fest for the Bolitnikoff Foundation, yes. where Raiders Fan Radio will present an $8,000 check for Tracy's Place of Hope. And me and my uh, me and my brother will be there and would love to present the check with the crew. Now onto the... <laughs> there you go. He just, 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 like, just weasled on like, in there. We're just going to join you on stage. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Come on with <laughs> that's that. That's not up to us, man. Yeah, no, that's, that's not up to up people to named Belenikoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get... Well, yeah, you get with Fred on that. Yeah. Uh, we will be there as well for the Raiders game and giving the Patriots an L. Hey, we will join... Uh, break bread together, though. We'll sit sit with us. Well, you know what totally. I'm saying? Totally. Abs- we, we, we can control that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So week 16 at the Steelers. Win. The Steelers are in full rebuild mode, even though they still have a great head coach and a reigning defensive player of the year, uh, but it's not going to matter. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> Week 17 versus the Niners win. This is the game that splits up the Mangus family because everyone but my aunts are Raider fans, but I guess I'll have to check back, uh, give back my Christmas present because we, 
because there's no way we lose this game. The Raiders are also clinch. They also clinch a playoff berth at this game. Uh, week 18 versus the Chiefs win. Here we go. The moment we've all been waiting for. It's Sunday night football feature in the AFC West oh. division. The Kansas City Chiefs taking on your three-time Super Bowl champion, Las Vegas Raiders. Oh. The Raiders send the Chiefs to wild card weekend, dethroning their reign and becoming the new AFC West oh, division champion. Go. Mic drop. Bold prediction. Devontae Adams smashes Megatron's receiving record. Yours truly, Daniel Mangus, Proud Made Man 2022 Gemini Man Award winner. Wow, let's go. Dude, what a great email. I love that email. Fantastic email from the man guy. Yes. And, uh, and and good job by you, Jeff. Way to run that thing out, man. Yeah, yeah. Way well, go, you know, man. my tongue got a little swole up while you were in the bathroom there. but uh, Oh, it did it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Oh, it's fine. Right, Don't worry. Right. Yeah, we'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Evening, everyone. Hope you're all well. Since the last show, there's been a few things going on. I hope you had a great 4th of July. Is this an email that we already got? I don't know. <laughs> that sounds kind of kind of oldish. Is it Paul? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did I, did I mix up a Paul email? Yeah, I think you, I think you done. Did I not get I his, his newish that. one? Well, let me see if I can bring up the new one. Uh, I'll tell you what, then, uh, and there's no other emails, or emails to read, is there? Nope. I uh, want you shout out the chat room swag, Jeff. And Absolutely, I'll see if I, I can will. Bring up something for uh, if I can bring up uh, Paul's last email. And okay. I apologize, Paul. Yeah. Well, Paul is in there. He yeah. He, I, <laughs> the first the first sentence that I read is he goes yeah that's last week's email. Ah. Okay. Yeah. All so right, so right. but Paul is in there. Right, Ebony there. Graves killed Jadis. Uh, Raider gears and threads. Alfred Esparza. John Ogles in there. Uh, killed Jadis is in there. Let's see. Uh, Alfred Esparza is in there. Ebony Graves. Uh, let's see. Ron the Mater Raider. Cool Cody's in there. Um, let's see. Mojo is in there. T3 Sports Guy's in there. Pineapple, who had a twenty dollar donation hey, from the One Nation Foundation, you, Pineapple. said excellent show as usual. He actually put excellent shoe as usual, but I'm assuming he's talking about the it's show. It's a really good shoe. It's a really, really, really good, shoe. good shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that shoe. Oh, we um, it. let's see. Michelle Sweats in there says she runs into Raider fans every time she's out and about around Nashville. I totally agree with that. Victor E. Raiders in there. Uh, Edgar Bonilla's in there. Uh, who we shouted him out asking about the Raider fans in Tennessee and stuff like that. And yeah, there's tons of those. I Good mean, deal, man. Yeah. We appreciate all of you so very, very much joining us tonight. So yeah, you can, uh, as, as Jeff mentioned, you can email the show at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And uh, so we have a we have what we call the made men and the made women, and that is what we award the uh, kind of the best of the best, man, the people that uh, either call the show and leave a message three times or email us an indefinite amount of times. And uh, every crew needs a captain, and, and Aaron the Q-Dog Raider is our captain of the callers, and we don't have a, uh, unfortunately, we don't have a, a call from Aaron tonight, but we do have an email from the capo of the emailers, and that is our good friend Paul. Nice. Who is over there in uh, what we say, Shropshire, Mississippi. It's really the UK, uh, but Shropshire is west of Birmingham over there in the UK, and west of Birmingham in the United States is, of course, Mississippi. So we say Shropshire, Mississippi, so that's the joke. And uh, anyways, our good friend Paul says... Evening, everybody. Hope you're all well. We're headed towards the new season like a boulder chasing Indiana Jones, and mercifully, uh, the guys are back and training camp has begun. One question being asked is, can the Raiders genuinely compete for the Lombardi Trophy? The simple answer is yes. In order to achieve it, though, I believe we need a really positive start to the regular season. If we can put some W's together in the early stages, it will give us a huge boost in confidence, momentum in our stride, and most importantly, belief and trust in the new coaching staff. 
Tick them boxes, and momentum can take you a long way. There's no reason we can't emulate the Bengals from last year. We all know this is the hardest division in the league right now, but we shouldn't approach that with negativity. We need to embrace that and use it in any advantage we can. Now, what about the others in the division? I was going to look at uh, an in-depth look of all three of them, but I'm not going to waste my time on that pile of dirt, so I'll just say this. Can the Chiefs go all the way again? Possibly, but I think they're showing small signs of losing their dominance. Amen, Paul. Salary cap, we'll catch up with you. Uh, there's been a few sidesteps, backward steps of late. I think it'll be another year of close, but no cigar. Kermit's contract will start to bite harder on their roster, and belief in him must be weakening by the year. The Broncos? Not for me. I don't buy into the Russell Wilson thing. And as for the Chargers, the coach is too radical. And if he's still prepared to gamble on plays like fourth and long from their own one-yard line, let's just say there's more of a chance of R. Kelly being the next Pope. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, my gosh. What was that call, man? Fourth and long? We'll take it, though. Uh, We're starting to look like a proper football team again on and off the field. Mark Davis is finally forming a strong front office of who he can trust. The additions of Sandra Douglas Morgan, Dave Ziegler, Josh McDaniels, and Champ Kelly are all steps in the right direction. Plus the promotion of Marcel Reese, whose legend continues to grow. Amen. Respect 45. Um, It's taken a while, but the adults have taken over the show once again, and all we got to do now is win. One of the biggest, (laughs) that's not swag, Jeff, um, having a bronchial attack over there. (laughs) That's Zeke, the dog. Um, One of the biggest mistakes of this week featured the extraordinary images of the James Webb Space Telescope, NASA's new high-tech toy that is already showing phenomenal footage from the far reaches of the galaxy. Let me just say this. I love when Paul goes this way, because I don't know where this is going. I haven't proofread it, clearly, because we're just finding it now. This is where he usually goes one direction, and then he does a U-turn and nails a joke. All right. For those that aren't aware, it's the largest optical telescope in space and uses infrared resolution. Scientists are able to identify images from galaxies and solar systems billions of light years away. And in a truly credible high definition, we are able to see things beyond our comprehension. They did struggle to identify one specific thing, though, even with their abilities. A small dot appeared in the bottom of one photo, and it baffled them. Investigations continued long into the night until finally, after many hours, they managed to identify the image as a totally void, pointless waste of gas, so they named it the Jamarcus Russell Opinion. (laughs) Oh my gosh, $10 spent, and they can't find a Chargers fan with it either. Oh my gosh. Damn you, Paul. <laughs> Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, five-time, 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 plus one, plus one, plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Paul, you rule. Oh my goodness! Where's the, where's the Paul? Paul, 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 Paul. Is your name Paul? Paul, Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello, Paul. Oh, uh, hi. I'm Paul. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. I don't, my, my, all my icons got jumbled up here. I'm, oh so I, I've, I've missed a lot of freaking sound bites tonight. But yeah, there's Swag Jeff doing there he is. That was 30 seconds of Paul, or probably like 17 seconds of Paul. Yeah. But Jeff's kiss. Mm. All right. 
Michelle Sweat says, nailed it. Uh, Storm says, that was amazing. Uh, Lencho says, Pablo! <laughs> Gil Janice says, Paul, Paul, Paul? Oh, my gosh. Great stuff there. All right, we appreciate you, everybody that joins us. All right, so next up, let's get to the calls. Yes. Uh, as the voicemails, uh, as the kids say. And let's, uh, so I don't, I mentioned we don't have one from the Capo, from Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Um, we will look forward to hearing from him again very, very soon. And if you want to meet Aaron live, uh, you can meet him out here in Nashville when he comes out for the Raiders-Titans game. Uh, so first up, let's go to a guy. Mention all these Raider fans that live where we live. Yep. Let's check out David in the borough. Nice. Hey, this is David uh, calling from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, doing this uh, because I'm a Raiders fan. Uh, but uh, seriously, though, I'm an Eagles fan, too. I know I shouldn't say that on the, news, on the radio, but... Uh, but my uh, brother and I grew up, I was an uh, Eagles fan, he was a Raiders fan, just because he was older, he got to pick first. So that's a funny family story. He got the Raiders and I got the Eagles, all the gig. But uh, one of my, well, I have lots of good Raider memories, actually probably more Raider memories than I have Eagle memories, I mean, to be quite fair. But uh, one of my favorites, well, there's a couple, uh, is Cliff Branch laying out to catch a pass in the end zone. That's one of them. Kenny the Snake Stabler being the man. Uh, I remember, yeah, I'm 50, so yeah, I remember Dog is a lot of this stuff. But, uh, Marcus Allen tearing up against Washington Redskins in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was that was a uh, performance of the ages. Bo Jackson running over Bosworth. That, that was always good. Or running so fast against the Seahawks, he literally ran out the tunnel because he couldn't slow down. Because I clocked that. If you look at that video, uh, when he hit the uh, twenty yard line, he he literally goes the length of the field uh, to the end zone in like eight seconds flat in full football gear. So, but those are some of the uh, memories I had. Uh, the funny family story is uh, I, we grew up in Michigan, and uh, we fought. Uh, myself, my older cousin, my older brother about who was the better Lions fan or the biggest Lions fan. I know, isn't that kind of a joke? They're kind of bad. They're really bad. Anyways, my oldest cousin got to pick the Lions, and so we were left with picking our teams. And my grandma got some pencils. Back in the day, the pencils used to have names of football teams at the end or at the top of them, you know, by their racer. So she didn't show us the teams, but we knew them because we watched football and we knew colors of the teams. So – uh, my brother got to go first because he's older. He picked the Raiders. And I had, like, the Buccaneer pencil, the Browns pencil, and the Eagles pencil, which were pretty crappy selections. But I, I uh, knew the Eagles were green, so and I kind of thought the bird was pretty awesome, Eagle. I mean, who doesn't like the American Eagle, right? Anyways, that's how I picked the Eagles. That's how I really got the Raiders, but I literally rooted for the Raiders my whole entire life. So that's my story. A long story, but hopefully it gets played over and over again. Uh, and there you go. Bye. All right. So there we go. There he is. Appreciate that, man. Good call. Good call, Dave in the borough. There you go. Good dude, man. Good dude. All right. So apparently, Jeff, I have uh, I misplaced a couple emails this week. You so did. not only Paul, but uh, Miss Ebony Graves. Thankfully, she mentioned in the chat room there that she sent an email, and and I found it. So I don't know why these these ended up in my spam folder, uh, but anyways, I apologize for that. But we got them now. And so uh, Miss Ebony Graves says, Raider Nation. 
What's up? Uh, what's good? I'm a little sad. We missed the show last week. Tyrone and I were getting ready to take the grandbabies to Atlanta. We were going to take a short little nap before we finished packing, and, well, you can guess the rest. Nice. Uh, I'm, I'm guilty of that as well. Uh, we did watch the show on the way there. Funny thing, as we watched, I was reading the chat like I was watching, and I kept trying to comment. On another note, I'm so ext- ecstatic about all the money raised for the foundation. My best friend and I uh, were in domestic were in a domestic violence relationship at the same time. Uh, we were both blessed to have people in our lives to help pull us from that dark place. Tyrone Graves, who was at the time one of my closest friends, helped me realize my light was too bright to let anyone dim it, and eventually helped me heal and showed me what it meant to be truly loved. Oh my gosh. Uh, my best friend went on to do amazing things uh, to change the laws in dealing with domestic violence. She also has um, changed rape culture across the country on college campuses. So giving the foundation is near and dear to my heart. Okay, now let's talk about the timing of me and Mr. Winning the couple. Me and Mr. Winning couple of the year. Um, yay us! We could have been together twenty. We would have been together, or no, we have been together twenty eight years. But we are about to celebrate our twenty year wedding anniversary. So uh, for us, it meant a lot. And thanks to the Raider Nation, I wish uh, every last one of you could be at our renewal. Uh, We'll take lots of pics. Can't wait to see everyone in Tennessee. It's going to be epic. And I just might be dressed for the occasion. Awesome. Love and blessings, Miss Ebony Graves. And she says, hey, Paul, Raiders. Oh, my gosh. That. Wow. Wow. That. uh, Yeah. That hits you right in your feels. Yeah. That gets you in the feels there. Uh, yeah. First off, congratulations to the amazing relationship that you have with, with, with yes. Tyrone and that, and that long uh, length of that relationships, and, and and glad that it, um, you know, that um, you were a survivor and came out of that dark place. And then that's exactly what, for those of you that don't know, the money that we raise around here goes yes. to the Bolitnikoff Foundation for the majority, and it goes to a place called Tracy's Place of Hope, which offers sanctuary and rehabilitative services for young women that are at risk of domestic violence and substance abuse. And not only gives them a safe place, but it teaches them how to, you know, teaches them domestic skills, how to do a resume, like all kinds of amazing, amazing things. And it's all done in honor of Fred Bolitnikoff's daughter, Tracy, who's taken from us way too early uh, at the hand of such things. So um, just an, an incredible uh, story there from from Miss Ebony. We appreciate you. And and uh, God, see what I mean? I can't wait to meet these people. Yeah. Can't wait to meet you all and uh, and, and freaking hug you. And, and that's that was, and thank you for sharing. That that is uh, um, uh, very heartfelt. Thanks uh, on that. Yes. All right. Uh, all right. Next up, let's get to uh, let's go down to Arizona, Jeff, and uh, let's check in with our buddy. He is the uh, the president of Arizona Raider Nation. Uh, he is our good friend Jay Jackson. Raider Gat is in Las Vegas. Hey everybody, this is Jay Jackson with Raiders Gear and Thrift. I'm here at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center for day one. I guess of the rookies showing up. And tomorrow, the veterans show up. So, looks like we're getting closer and closer, guys. But the games are almost here. So, let's go. All right. Nice. There we go, Jay. Love it. Jay's a good dude, man. I, yeah, he is such a good guy, man. We, we had the opportunity to hang out with him uh, several times now in, in Vegas. So we got to hang out with him last year at the Bolitnikoff event. He was there and got to hang out with us and stuff like that. And he's just just an awesome guy. And then we hung out with him like all weekend for the draft. Yeah. And, like, yeah. So, I mean, and, you know, we got to meet He was at the Woodson Ch- thing. He was at the Woodson yeah. thing. And, you know, we walked around with him a bunch and stuff like that. Just couldn't ask for a, for a nicer guy. Yeah, very cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So there you go. There's another example. It was great to meet uh 
uh, Jay uh, in person. Met him at the Blitnikoff Foundation, of course, and, and uh, some great stuff there. All right, uh, so Dave from the borough called back. Oh, he did? Yeah. Now, normally we don't feature two calls from one person the same night, but okay. we're going we're gonna to show a little grace on this one. And so you got to call three times, Dave, to become a made man or a made woman, so you still got to call two more. Yeah. Even though you called twice, it's still only one show. Uh, but let's check in with Dave one more time here in the borough. Hey, it's David again. Uh, I was just going to call in and talk about uh, the prolific uh, defensive backs that the Raiders always had. Like, going back to the Lester Hayes and Mike Haynes day. Like those guys? Uh, yeah. Cool story. Uh, I worked for United Airlines uh, back in 96 to 99. And uh, I had this call come in from California. And uh guy said he was – his name was Lester Hayes. And I, of course, asked him, the Lester Hayes? Because, and I think he was a little shy. I'm like, stick him, Lester Hayes? I said that because then he would know I knew who he was. He said, yes, yes. And he had, he had a little bit of a, uh, the stutter, like we all knew he had. It wasn't terrible. It was, it, I mean, that's kind of what sealed the deal for me to make sure I'm not dealing with the make-believe. And uh, we went on to talk because he was uh, he was trying to fly in uh, someone that he hadn't seen in years to visit, and so I helped him book the flight. And they were coming up from I don't know other part of California. But anyways, that's kind of my cool radio stories. I, I honestly got to speak with Lester Hayes. We reminisced a little bit, and it was a good time. And uh, I think he's one of those Raiders that, even though he was one of the, my favorites of all time, seriously, before I even talked to him, I think he kind of flew under the radar. He was one of those Raiders that he was awesome, but people didn't – he wasn't – well, he might have been a name brand, actually. Stick him, kind of put him on the mat, too. But super nice guy, super super down to earth. Uh, but, yeah, that was that was a great story. That I was. That was great. I'll have to call him later. Bye. (laughs) Right on. Thanks for rebuilding that transmission while you were (laughs) making your phone call, Raiders Fan Radio. We, we appreciate your multitasking skills there, well, Dave, yeah. in the borough. Yeah. Anyways, we appreciate you, Dave, in the borough. And uh, call us back. <laughs> Mo just says Dave in the borough is a jabroni. <laughs> because, well, because he started the whole thing saying that he was an Eagles fan. And Mo oh. just said, I pissed on an Eagles fan at a Raider game once. <laughs> at the bathroom in the Coliseum. <laughs> oh, I mean, you're taking your life into your own hands if you went into the to the freaking Coliseum bathrooms in, a, you're in an kidding. opposing team's jersey. Uh, our, uh, buddy, me, a new friend in the in the chat room there, Mimo Gutierrez says Mimo live. Mimo or Memo? Mem- I think it's probably Mimo. Is I'm gonna it? I'm gonna guess Mimo. Yeah, uh, live Raider Nation Nomad, San Diego and L.A. Man, right on, dude. Thank you for well, yeah, joining right us on. here. Yeah, thank you very we, much. We Ten dollar donation. $10 donation, as I just talked about, that's going to go to the Blitnikoff Foundation and Tracy's Place of Hope. Appreciate you, my friend. And, uh, yeah, uh, Mojo says he was standing next to me at the historic trough. There yeah, you go. There you go, man. Absolutely. Uh, but we appreciate that that donation. Appreciate everybody that's in the chat. All right, we've got two more to get to tonight. Then we got to get out of here. We're bumping up on a two-and-a-half-hour show. But this We're good. Been, we'll be all right. It's been so much fun tonight. Uh, okay, let's check in with – he calls himself the northernmost Raider fan. Uh, he's up there in the northernmost parts of Alaska. He is our good buddy, Kill Jadis, and he calls in with his good friend – Raider Macho Savage. And we're back. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. You. <laughs> we 
Wait a minute. Ron the Materator says Eagle fans are used to it. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Gildanus. I'll start you over again. That's hilarious. And we're back. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. You can't fault me for getting sick while going camping. Well, maybe I can't. But you know what? Karma prevailed in the end. Merv chose my email over yours last week because mine was simply better than yours. My email is good. It sucked. No one cares <laughs> that your Colorado Avalanche won the Stanley Cup. Oh, my, I care. No one cares. Swag Jeff definitely doesn't care. I hate that. Speaking of which, Jamarcus Russell. That's full of hogwash, saying that the Raiders didn't care. Now, maybe it's true for the team, but the fans cared. We wanted him to succeed, and he failed miserably, to the point we would rather have our third string out there instead of him. The fact that he owned that he was a bust is one thing, but to take pride in that? Jamarcus Russell is a dumb individual. In fact, Jamarcus Russell is so dumb, how dumb is he? Jorgis was so dumb, he tried to throw a rock at the ground, and he missed. <laughs> you know what? Jermarcus also is stupid. How stupid is <laughs> Jermarcus also so stupid, he put lipstick on his girl's forehead to see if she could make up her mind. <laughs> well, that stupidity becomes into laziness, because Jermarcus also is so lazy. How lazy is he? He's so lazy that if he had a stay-at-home job, he'd still be late for work. Yeah, man, that dude was oh so lazy. Gosh. How lazy was he? Joe Marcus Russell was so lazy, the only pulse he ever did was at the drive-thru. <laughs> why he was not only the idiot of the week, but also fat of the week. Put the jingle burp. Because Joe Marcus Russell is so fat. How fat is he? He's so fat that when he falls down, you don't have to laugh because the sidewalk will crash up for you. Oh, yeah. Fat. Oh. <laughs> Oh, shoot, I, I, I stopped his email, or his voicemail. Sorry. And we're back. The only thing that he would ever bring to any Super Bowl is a spoon, which is why he's so dumb. Because Jamarcus <laughs> Russell is so stupid, some robbers broke into his house and stole his TV. He ran after them and shouted, wait, wait, you forgot the remote. Now, silly Kiltius, that's not true. Oh, maybe yeah, that didn't happen. No, we all know that Jamarcus Russell doesn't run at all. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Jamarcus Russell's a fool, and the season is going to come soon. So don't be a fool. Stay in school, and let's go. Ooh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Kill Janus. That's pretty good. Well, yeah. I like that, man. Kill Janus is always bringing the, uh, the, the creativity to his calls, and that was a fun one, man. Good job there from our good friend, uh, Kill Janus. All right, one more to get to. Uh, he calls himself, well, actually, no, he don't call himself nothing. He calls himself Houston Raider Steve. We call him the Houstorian. Well, yeah. Some call him Dead Scroll Steve because he's always bringing the incredible knowledge uh, about Raider Nation, the historical perspective of Raider Nation. I've uh, been a fan of this team for a long, long time. We love him. I can't, there's another guy. Hear from him all the time. Would love to meet him in person. And, and Houston Raider Steve, if you're coming to Tennessee, definitely, definitely come check us out and uh, look forward to meeting you live one day. But until then, we will listen to uh, your next call here on Raiders Fan Radio. Murph, Marsh, Swag, Jeff, Nation, Houston Raider, Steve. It's with uh, most sincere condolences that I just found out from Dr. Death, who's uh, out of Sacramento, got this spice on his helmet. He was, we were all good friends with Greg, Greg Jones, Chris. He was a founding member of the 
66 mob. He'd be out there camping out all weekend, 66 trees out there raising money to make Oakland better with all the different charities. I have two memories of uh, Grace Jones. One time we were all out there, and I met him out there that, on a Saturday night before a game, and he was out there tailgating, and had his fire going, the music was playing, and everybody was having a good time. He told us a story about how uh, Jim Otto used to come over. He used to do a shot of uh, whiskey with him and stuff, and all the good times and everything. And then another time I saw him in Houston, the owners meeting. Benny was there that does the stuff for Oakland. Dr. Death, Grace Jones was there. All the owners were there. That's when we found out that the Rams were going to be moving to uh, Los Angeles as well as the uh, San Diego Chargers. When we were at the, those meetings here in Houston about, he was always promoting, making Oakland better, everything. One last thing I want to tell you. People, you need to take this COVID stuff seriously. It's coming back. Um, I was just diagnosed with, I think it's SARS number five. I've had both my shots, my boosters. You can still get it, my friend. So take it real seriously. Be vigilant. It's not going away anytime soon. All my brothers and sisters in Christ, take care and God bless. Goodbye. Uh, Thank you, Houston Raider Steve. Appreciate you, my friend. And uh, good health, man. Good health to you. And hope everything is going well and you're recovering quick. And uh, we appreciate you calling in. All right, so Swag Jeff. And for those of you that don't know, for those of you that are new to the show, we award a Sizzler Award, which goes out to our best emailer or phone caller of the week. And Swaggo, who do we got this week? Oh, my gosh. So we uh, so we started the night with some uh, with some emails, some that got forgotten and then, br- then know, brought back up bad, at the end. Bad. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So uh, Daniel Mangus with an, uh, just gave an epic season prediction and all that. Uh, Ebony Graves with an amazing heartfelt oh story and, and then celebrating her anniversary with, with Tyrone. We're just so thankful for both of you guys. Love you guys. You guys are great. Uh, and then, of course, Paul Paul coming in there. Paul, uh, pa- Paul, Paul, Paul. Uh, had, a great, uh, had a great email as well, as always. We didn't hear from the Capo this week. Uh, a couple emails from Dave in the Borough uh, explaining his fandom, talking about how we got to talk to Lester Hayes and all that stuff. That's couple, pretty cool, A couple man. of pretty cool stories there. Um, Jay Jackson, he was at rookie camp, and he's just fired up for the season. Yeah. Uh, Kill Jadis uh, and Macho Man Raider Savage, uh, just talking about Jabusta's fat back is stupid and lazy and fat. fat. Uh, and then Houston uh-huh. Raider Steve with, with an amazing call, as always, uh, and praying for you, brother. Um, but this week, I am giving the sizzler to uh, to an email that just had me ready to run through a wall. And of course, I'm talking oh. about Daniel Mangus. Hey, Daniel! Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today! From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Paul? 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 Paul. Hello. Paul. Hello. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. Hey, I think I did pretty damn good on my version of that. 
You did, I started dude. listening and I'm like, oh, I caught a bunch of those. Dude, you did a lot of those, man. Right on. You're, yeah, you were probably like fitty fitty. And with with like and one take, like like no practice, no nothing. One take Jake, man. Just went after it, man. Yeah, Good it's job, it's Swank, like bro. I've heard one of our shows before. Well, you think <laughs> <laughs> you haven't always been peeing during that. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. All right. So we appreciate everybody uh tonight. I'll leave it to Swag Jeff to shout out the chat room and let us know how much money we raised tonight. But I just want to tell you, uh, I cannot thank you enough. And I I've, I've, I've kind of rhapsodized a little bit about it already tonight, but I, I, I want to reiterate it. Uh, we love our freaking community of, of listeners and the community that's built up around Raiders Fan Radio. Any of the money that we raise, any of, the, any of the things that we get to do is only because of you all, and we cannot wait to share it with you all, get to meet you in person, whether that's in Vegas or that's here in Nashville for the Raider game. Uh, we look forward to seeing you all very, very soon. Let us know you're coming, and we love you guys. And uh, that's... I, I just want to leave with gratitude and end with gratitude, Swag Jeff. That's it. I'm out of here, man. What do you got for us? Take us home. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks, everyone, for uh, joining us in the chat. Paul is in there. Michelle Sweat. Raiderborn Rico. Good to see you in there again, pal. Uh, James Furpo's in there. Uh, Raider Jay's in there. Raider Gears and Threads. Tyrone Graves. Ebony Graves. Uh, Ron the Mater Raider holding it down. Uh, Kill Jadis is in there. Let's see. T3 Sports Guys. Lala Meloso. Heat Freaks in there. Uh, let's see. Tyrone Graves is in there. Lencho. Mojo. Uh, Mojo, you got yourself a hat, big boy. Ah, oh, nice. Got, you, got okay. the hat, you got the hat tonight. You got the hat tonight. $70 donation from Mojo oh, in man. total tonight so for cool. the show. Thank you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And we had, we had a few people donate. We had five people donate tonight. We weren't giving nothing away. We raised 130 bucks oh, for the One Nation gosh, Foundation. That's amazing. So thank, thank you. you. All. Thank, thank you guys so much for that. Um, that that's incredible. But uh, but yes, that I mean, this football's back. Oh, Football's back. We're in camp, dude. We're in camp, Let's man. Freaking go, man. We're, yeah, so so excited. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where uh, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Uh, don't forget, everybody. What happens in Vegas is started in Oakland. Amen. Good night, everybody. We love you. God bless you. Good night, YouTube. Good night. Say good night, Hold him up to the camera there, pal. Say goodnight, Zeke. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, Raider Nation. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM.